Hello, everybody, and welcome to Real Chronicles, brought to you by RealTalking.com. I'm your host, David, and I'm joined with today. Guys. And look who's back. I'm back. How you doing, Lou? I'm okay. How are you guys doing? Get- Great. Did you miss us? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, are, we'll say that. <laughs> we'll say that. You were missed. You were definitely missed. Well, I'm back. Hopefully, I won't miss any more weeks. And I uh, and I know the first question you want to ask guys after about two or three weeks away is, uh, how's the weather over there? I mean, I'm ah, pretty sure so, it's uh, you know sunny. He's probably in his porch right now, having a nice cigar, talking to us. No, nah, he actually he did. He, he missed it last week when it was raining. Yeah, it was pouring last week. <laughs> See, it was that's pouring last week. And it was, I'm not here. The funny thing is, guys told me like off the line, like a, like a few days ago, that he actually made a deal with the owner of the lighthouse to actually record live from there. So he's actually at the lighthouse right now, just hanging out, smoking oh, really? a cigar. Yeah. Are you on the piano? Uh, yeah, I'm totally on the piano at the lighthouse with with the beer, with the beer, with the beer. <laughs> they would not let me work. With them. <laughs> <laughs> they already don't like. They I don't t- like me. <laughs> I, t- I was telling him, I was like, dude, you should go to the lighthouse and just let them know. You know, subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to us, so they could hear how much you love that place. Yeah, they would not even let them go a mile close to that place. But before we get st- before we get started on today's agenda, I have more eating crow to do. To, yeah, I know you must love that. So yeah. I finished uh, Bates Motel, and uh, yeah, man, you were a hundred percent right, and I was a uh, I was a hundred percent wrong. I don't think I've ever been more wrong on a show than I was on Bates Motel. It from season two on, like you mentioned to me, it's one of the most entertaining tension-filled shows i've seen in quite a long time and the season finale the series finale was fantastic what i like too i don't know if you agree with me on this because lou you haven't seen the show right no i do want to though um what i really liked is that um when they killed norma that they didn't do it on on the season finale of season four because you didn't expect it yeah it kind of came out of nowhere like you kind of were expecting it in the finale and how they killed her off it was more like you know he was it was the definition of murder suicide he was trying to kill he was trying to kill himself and yeah yeah and then when he survives it was like wow like season five is gonna be full of shit that was the tense thing for me watching it the whole time actually because like i i remember thinking like she has to die at some point like i was i always wondered like when they were gonna do it and I was like, oh, like season season two's over, she's still alive. Season three is over, she's still alive. And like you're just kind of like, like when are they gonna do it? And then when they did in season four, and I knew that they had like another season, I was like, well, how are they gonna handle like? Because they they made it clear, like you know, in interviews and stuff after season four, like Vera Farmiga is not going anywhere. It's gonna be a huge part of the show last season. And I I'm glad that they handled that part well. The whole like you know, basically dead Norma being around in the last year. I liked um once it got to the Hitchcockian part of Psycho when we got to that two episode arc, I liked how they took Norman into the house while Mary was in the hotel. We didn't see right, that right. in the movie, so you kind of know what Norman was going through when he was up there, just you know making her her sandwich and all that stuff, and um going to the to the shower scene that at first I spoke about on here that I wasn't a fan of just because. You know, the change of the the, change of, the, the of the sex and stuff. Um, watching it in context, straight through, mm-hmm. it to me it kind of does what Psycho did. As in, you're comfortable when you go into Psycho thinking that you're that the main actress is not going to die, 
and then she gets killed. You kind of do the same thing with Beige Motel. You kind of like are expecting Marion to die, and then they pull a twist on you, and then they kill Sam, and you're like, oh fuck! Like to me, it worked well. Like it worked really well. I also like um, how it ends with um, Norman being killed by Dylan. I know Dylan's brother was. I love that the the shot of Norma sitting down at the dinner table and Norman dying and in Dylan's hands. I thought it was Yeah, it was, it was also sad too. Like I actually like when I watched that scene it was like it was like I was surprised by how emotional it kinda got. Like even all the stuff leading up to him having to kill him. Like when he was like kinda explaining to him like you know how he wishes things would just be normal and like he would be fine and like but like knowing that he wouldn't be fine and like there's there was no good guy that was gonna come out of like anything that they were gonna do. And at in, all. And in the end Technically, if you really look at it, it's a happy ending. Because yeah, everyone was happy. Norman, yeah, Norman, happy. yeah, Norman ended up with mother, and Dylan ended up with Emma, and with a kid that looks exactly kid. like Norma, and you know, yeah. every, everyone's happy. So, I'm very, th- I'm very thankful for you for recommending me to just give it a shot. Now it's your turn with Breaking Bad. You now go. you know what's funny about Breaking Bad. Like, I gotta tell you a story. I, I, I was gonna tell it offline, but I'll tell it here. So, like, I'm talking about how I have to watch Breaking Bad, right, last night. And I'm with friends, and, like, all these girls are, like, on our on Chromecast, like, watching clips of, like, Gossip Girl. And they're just showing different, different clips of Gossip Girl. And I was like, oh, I forgot how much I love this show. I need to rewatch it. And then my friend Emma was like, you're supposed to rewatch Breaking Bad. Are you supposed to watch Breaking Bad? I was like, I mean, I know I will. <laughs> no, but, you know, man, you got to get into Breaking Bad. I forgot man. about Gossip Girl. <laughs> I binge, I binge through this Norm this Bates Motel in like three weeks. So you gotta, you gotta maybe get I'll, to it. Maybe I'll do both. <laughs> do both, Jesus! You can't, go, you can't skip from uh, a drug dealer to Chuck Bass, bro. Just, and, just pick one. And like, Chuck Bass, basically, yeah, <laughs> And Breaking Bad is only. Six sixty something episodes. So I know, and Awesome Girls like a hundred and something. Yeah, but. so you'll get through it real quick, and then you can watch uh Serena and Blair and and Chuck and. And I've already Dan. seen Awesome Girl, which is the worst part. But, yeah, you're, you're, I need to look. For those, I need to look for those plot holes. I'm like, is it makes sense that Dan turned out to be Gossip Girl? It doesn't. It doesn't. And <laughs> I, it does not. He made, one he bit. made his own life a living hell. <laughs> he did. He he like shit on his sister a lot too. Like. That doesn't make any sense. He could have just not been Gossip Girl and everybody would have been fine. I would have been... You know what the funny thing is about that show is that I would have been okay with it if Dan was Gossip Girl, but they never shitted on his sister the way that they did. Then I would have been like... Yeah, then it would have been been more obvious that way. Yeah, well, you could have made a little bit more sense and like, this this guy, like, basically, like... Like, if if we watch 13 Reasons Why, Uh that's like a scenario, like, the way she was treated, like, you know what I mean? Yeah, like she was treated yeah. like shit, and then like all of a sudden you're like, you it's know, me. it's me. Like I can see their sorry their, sis. Their, <laughs> their holiday the dinners face. must be really un- awkward right now. Yeah, I would have punched them in the face. But moving on from a sh- two shows that don't that aren't around anymore to what shows will be around. So this last week was Black Friday for a lot it of was, shows. It was, a, it was a bloodbath on certain blood networks. Bloodbath. <laughs> so I know you you do a great job running the TV uh, aspect of real talk and on your own page. What highlights do you have from like cancellations and renewals for this season? All right, for so season? I'll start with the CW who has a pretty full schedule. Cause they only canceled two shows. 
they canceled uh, Frequency, which I didn't watch. And uh, they also canceled No Tomorrow, uh, which when I posted on my Instagram page that they canceled those two shows, like there were a few people that didn't even know what they were. So I guess it's a good sign that is, they got rid of them. Is Frequency based on that Jim Cavizio movie from like the Yeah, 90s? it was. Okay. It was a TV version of it, yeah. Okay. So the CW got rid of those. Um, they renewed uh, iZombie, which was on the bubble, but a lot of people like it. I've actually never watched iZombie, but I hear that a lot of people do love it. It's a good show. Um, and they also renewed the originals, which is a spinoff of Vampire Diaries, which I thought they were going to cancel because they already got Vampire Diaries is done. And I thought it would make no sense to renew the originals, but they renewed it anyway. And uh, they already renewed their other fault, uh, their other shows. So Jane the Virgin, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, all the superhero shows, Flash, Arrow, Legend of Tomorrow, Supergirl, all coming back as well. That's great news. And, yeah, and then they uh, they picked up the series. They're doing a remake of Dynasty on the CW, uh, which is like an old 80s nighttime. Yeah, so, I, I, I've heard of Dynasty. That's, that's uh, interesting. I'm surprised they're doing it on the CW because yeah, the CW is like a younger skewing network, and I'm pretty sure that no one that watches anything on the CW other than me has heard of Dynasty. Unless they go like a Riverdale route and they try to modernize it. They probably will. Um, I hear. I heard that they're gonna do it where there's like one rich, like white family, and then the other family is a rich uh, Hispanic family, which is kind of a new spin on it, I guess. Uh, and then they also picked up another DC show called uh, Black Lightning. I've never heard of Black Lightning. I on, haven't either. Um, but they picked that up too. And uh, oh yeah, and also Riverdale and all that stuff. Uh, Riverdale is also coming back for a season two. Thank God. After that cliffhanger season finale, yeah, it was it was it was a good episode though. Um, ABC kind of went hard on canceling, so they canceled American Crime, which sucks. Yeah, I know you were upset, uh, but you were say you wrote in your piece that um, there's not the ratings were terrible for the show. Ratings were always never great, but it like it was critically acclaimed and it won awards, so I think that was the only reason they kept it around. And it's like a 10-episode anthology show, so it's not as expensive as their other shows, but they moved it to Sundays, and it got killed on Sunday. And there was no way to justify like bringing it back. Uh, they canceled that. They canceled Secrets and Lies. They also canceled The Catch. They canceled Dr. Ken. And they canceled Last Man Standing, which surprised me because it was doing really well on Friday. Yeah, I'm surprised that they did that. And I know they canceled that Dr. Ken show too, right? They did. They canceled Dr. Ken, which I guess was like the closest uh, show that they had on Friday that was comp- like actually held up well with Last Man Standing. The one, but, su- the one surprise on ABC that got renewed was Once Upon a Time because it seems like everyone was leaving the show. So everyone, a, a lot of people are leaving. So Jennifer Morrison's leaving. Uh, Jennifer Goodwin, uh, Josh Dallas, and a couple other main characters are all leaving. Uh, season seven is going to be a total like revamp of the show. With like a certain like certain series regulars did stay, and it's gonna focus on them, but they are totally rebooting it in season seven. And I, I don't, I don't know if anyone else knows of like a lot of shows that like kind of reboot that late in the run, but I, they think it's, they think it's gonna like rejuvenate uh, the series because like a lot of people don't watch it live anymore. Live ratings suck, but DVR playback's good, and it's a big Disney property as of all the characters they can use, and they make a lot of money off of it still. Yeah, I would imagine. What was the what was the theme for last season? Uh, I don't watch it. I know there was like I actually uh, 
I know Captain Hook and stuff have been on it in the last year. And uh but I don't I don't watch it consistently. I have friends that watch it that love it. They were pretty happy it got renewed. Yeah. I mean the highlight for ABC for me was the Goldbergs getting a two season yeah, renewal. So two season renewal. The, the Goldbergs and Modern Family pulled the two season. I'm still surprised Modern Family is going on, man. That's that's incredible. That's, that's uh, still, it's still it's funny. It's still like one of the funniest shows on TV. Like even even though it's not as good as it used to be, it's still pretty funny. I mean, I think they kept it too because looking at Wednesday's lineup, they're kind of set. We you have um, you have Modern Family, you have Blackish, you have the Goldbergs. Yeah. So you kind of have like that. No, Modern Family is still a good show. I'm just talking about the times we live in now. No, I'm, shows I'm on, with shows you. Yeah. Lot, don't last that long. Yeah. Um, and honestly, like ABC, like they renewed pretty much all their comedies because they did really well with comedies last year. They renewed uh, American Housewife, got renewed, Blackish, Modern Family, Goldbergs, like you said, got renewed. Um, pretty much all their comedies, other than the Real O'Neills, Real O'Neills got canceled. Uh, Imaginary Mary got canceled after one season. I what is uh, that? what is it? Imaginary Mary is Jenna Elfman is dating a guy, and she had an imaginary friend when she was a kid. And when she starts dating this guy, her imaginary friend comes back is to guide the, her through her dating life. Is that life. the show that uh, Adam Goldberg tried to greenlit? Or got uh, greenlit? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was not interested in it at all. So. Yeah, it sounds like a terrible concept. And then, like, la- like Fox uh, canceled a bunch of shows. They canceled Sleepy Hollow. Yes. Uh, Finally. Uh, I actually liked it when it started. It had a good first season. No, I, yeah, I, I liked the first season, but it died off quickly. It, it died off pretty quick. They Yeah, they got rid of that. They canceled Rosewood after two seasons. Uh, they pretty much canceled most of their freshman lineup from last year. APB's gone. Uh, they canceled Sun and Zorn. They canceled Making History. Uh, no Sun word yet. On- Jesus Christ! Did anybody watch that? That looked terrible. I didn't watch trailer. it. No. There's the trailer some- awful. It's funny. There's someone on the on the Real Talk Facebook page that actually uh, really likes that show. Really? Yeah. They, they said it was really funny. I nah, had no interest. Yeah, that, in that, it. That, the trailer yeah. did nothing for me. I thought it was. It was like I guess they were trying to run off of what that Muppet show was kind of trying to do. That show was they were trying to, terrible. yeah. I, never I mean, it Muppet was pretty show. interesting, like the whole live action animated hybrid kind of show. But like it, it had to do really well out the gate, and it didn't really do that well. And it, I'm sure it wasn't cheap to make either. No, not so, at all. So yeah, uh, no word yet on Twenty Four Legacy. That's still in the bubble. It didn't do that well, so I don't know if it's coming back. I mean, uh, they brought the X Files back. Did the X Files do good? Uh, the well? the revival that they did uh, previously did really well. And they're oh, bringing okay. that back. They're bringing that back again. Um, they also surprise renewals on Fox, though. They renewed The Exorcist, which was which the I, surprise of the week. That was a big think... surprise because, like, they I it it had its ten episode run and it had a really good run. Like a lot of people that watched it did love it, but there weren't a lot of people watching it on Friday night, so everyone was kind of worried that they were going to cancel it, but. I guess they pitched them a really good plot for season two. Mm-hmm. And then they were also looking at their Friday numbers based on the rest of the network numbers. And they were like, hey, this show's not doing as bad compared to our other shows. And it's on the toughest night of the week. So like, it, I think it might go in the route of a bad horror sequel because there's not much story. I don't think there's much like. And we got like breaking news right now as I'm looking at my phone. Uh-huh. So they on NBC, they canceled Timeless on NBC, which like a lot of people were upset about because uh, the fans really loved it. It was doing pretty well for NBC and it ended on a cliffhanger because basically the uh, people that run the show said that the network was like, oh, yeah, like a second season looks really good. Ended how you want to end it. And they canceled it. 
and there was this big fan uproar, and they just reversed their decision to cancel it. They're bringing it back. And I didn't know that networks really reversed their decisions to cancel shows. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that either. Um, and then CBS brought back a, another two seasons for Big Bang Theory, right? Yeah, Big Bang Theory. They also greenlit the spinoff of Big Bang Theory, uh, Theory Young Sheldon. Uh, I, I'm, I'm not. I hate CBS. Uh, but yeah, yeah they, they well, You know what they did that was surprising? They canceled Two Broke Girls after six seasons, which I was surprised about because Two Broke Girls wasn't doing awful. But I think they have other comedies that they think will do better. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how they. I'm not that big on uh, CBS anymore, but we'll see uh, what if they get new comedies bringing to us in the near future. They're all gonna be generic and pretty boring, probably. I would imagine. That's kind of what their formula is. Oh, and then uh, also Scandal announced that it's ending next season after seven seasons. And Dude. a whole bunch of fangirls cried. My mom just cried. Yeah. No, my mom. Loves, my mom loves Scandal. My mom. My mom. Like so. Scandal, like, back in the day when it was, like, water cooler talk, like, I think season two, three, maybe, possibly uh-huh. four, like, my Facebook feed with my mom and my mom's friends was just full of, like, all things Scandal. And then all her friends kind of, like, it's not that good anymore. So I feel like my mom basically talks to herself on Facebook about Scandal. Yeah. Like, she still discusses it, like, everyone watches it, and everyone doesn't still watch it. But she was pretty upset when I told her. I was like, yeah, that's ending next year. And she had, like, a moment of silence for Facebook <laughs> show. <laughs> uh, she had a grieve a little bit on the inside yeah but i got to tell her that all her chicago shows on nbc got renewed chicago pd got renewed chicago fire chicago med no word on chicago justice and law and order was renewed too law and order for uh season 19 that's ridiculous it's cool good for them you know it's currently the longest running uh broadcast uh show right now on network tv i was confused with all those crime shows the law and order is a did you fun fact for you? Did you did you know what the longest episodic show on on television Here we is? Go. <laughs> I know Wait, like live like live action? No, just the longest running episodic weekly television show. Do you know we what get the longest every week when we watch the show? Do they, you know they, what the longest longest? Uh, oh, what is it? WWE Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. I don't feel like that counts. That does count. <laughs> it it, 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 it kind of counts. It's a, it's a three hour show every Monday. It's like longer than. It's been going on for. T- I'm gonna throw this out there. I feel like watching that is no different than watching like General Hospital. No, it's not. It's I see. No, I see where you're going, but it's funny. Um, one of our listeners uh hit me up during the week, and they were like, um, you can tell guys was falling asleep when you went into your wrestling diatribe last week. Yeah, I noticed that. I want to listen. I to got the really quiet. I didn't know what else. To- <laughs> guys, like, I have no input. He's like, I didn't I know what to say. say. I was like, uh, uh, I don't know anything about wrestling. <laughs> and then, well, that covers our our TV uh, renewals and and cancellation for the week. Yeah, there's more. There's more coming out in the next week or so too that they haven't announced yet. And so. then, moving on to to this week in in box office. So King Arthur looks like another uh, big old flop. Big old flop. <laughs> and it, look, it looks like I was generous. I said it was gonna. Like premiere or debut with like twenty five million, and it's gonna be less than that. From now, I think what I saw the early projection uh, projection from this morning, they were putting it at fourteen or fifteen now. Oh, 14? It was eighteen yesterday. That's bad. Yeah, I have a question about this movie. I I work in the city, so every time I go to the city, I see a whole bunch of billboards and advertisement for it, and it looked like a, a action movie. But then I saw the trailer; it's a comedy. No, like, what it's, is it? It's 
It look, the trailer made it look like a comedy. You know what this reminds me of? It was, I mean, is that, is it looked that bad that it looks like a comedy? <laughs> this reminds me of like a couple of years ago when they did the that Hercules movie, not the one with The Rock, the one they released in January. Oh, the one that, at the same time? Yeah. Like, it was like a month apart? Like this King Arthur movie is like, I don't know. I think it was just placed at the wrong month. This could have made a little money if it was. Well, if did it you, was in you know, it got, you know, it got moved around the schedule uh, like three times, like two times because the movie wasn't ready. It was supposed to come out like last year and then earlier this year. And then they're like, well, fuck, we got to release it somewhere. And I don't know why they decided to do it a week after Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa. It was going to get killed either way. I guess because this is the only week that there's not a really big release because we have Aliens next week, Pirates the following week, Wonder Woman the following week. It's like oh, summer really. My wallet. Yeah, summer really kicks off really hard. I feel bad for my boy Charlie Hunnam though. It sucks. <laughs> like he, I feel like he's like he could have a really good like film career possibly if he picks the right stuff. But he, I, don't, I mean, he was he was good in uh, Velocity of Z, so. But the one that, to no surprise, I guess, it's not doing train wreck numbers, but Snatch uh, projections went up to about 24 now, 22, between 22 and 24. Good for, you know what? Good for Amy Schumer. I like Amy Schumer. I think I'm, she's awesome. I'm over Amy Schumer. I saw her last stand-up on Netflix. I I love stand-up comedies, and that didn't make me laugh once, and I'm really easy to make laugh. That's how I feel about, that's how I feel yeah, about no, Kevin I, Hart. That was horrible. Uh, I, I know. I, I like her. I don't know. You feel, I like, you feel about her, yeah. I feel about Kevin Hart. So No, nah, but Kevin Hart's last stand-up was pretty good. Uh, Kevin Hart's actually funny, though, too. Yeah, yeah. yeah whatever. <laughs> 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 I'm going I'm to stutter my way out of this one yeah, because uh, that's, a, that's a conversation for January because, God forbid, he releases a movie that's not in January when he's the solo star. There you go. Because he, he's like, hey, smart, man. That's yeah. his movie do well, then. Ugh. Him, him and The Rock. Well, right the Rock, up, the right Rock, up, no, right the Rock, in Hollywood, the bro. Rock knows when the Rock can release it at any time of the year, and he's gonna make money. So, I mean, so are you? So that means you're excited for Jumanji, Kevin Hart and the Rock in that movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, because the Rock control can keep uh, Kevin Hart under control. <laughs> he's fucking him in the. Yeah, man. Like I actually like Central Intelligence. Hey, Kevin, calm your bitch ass he, down. Because no, he has the same ja- he has the Josh ga- ga- problem. He goes over the top for everything. I really don't like anything Kevin Hart does, to be honest with you. Well, we'll so, see how the movie is. Yeah, we'll see. Um, I know Lewis was out last week, and he has his guilty pleasures. Yeah, I gotta that he wanted to go through it with before we get into our. I can't let you guys not have my top ten guilty pleasures. I can't wait to like. Well, I'm. I'm oh, never gonna, mind. Let's <laughs> let's let him go through all of them, and then we'll just. No, like, I, I want to get like a comment quick, on Yeah, okay. wait. a quick comment on each one. All right, go ahead. I'm not gonna say you know. No, I'm talking about our yeah, reaction. Yeah, yeah, I just want your reactions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we don't really have much time for me to go through each one since we got to the sci-fi ones. Uh, honorable mentions. I guess we'll go through that first. I'll do all three and then you guys give me yeah. feedback on that. Honorable mentions were Corky Romano. <laughs> Love, oh, don't, Love Don't Cost a Thing <laughs> with Nick Cannon and Christina Milian. Is that with Nick Cannon and Christina Milian? Yeah. <laughs> and oh. any, any found footage horror movie. Those are my honorable mentions. That doesn't count. You got to pick one. Listen, my number one is a cheat. I'm telling you that right now. Oh, my God. So. <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> I hate found. You know what's funny? You're talking about found footage. The, I guess my I really dis- dislike them. They're my least favorite genre in, in horror. In, but when they're you know, good, they're really good, though. Yeah, but I, I don't like the Blair Witch Project. So Yeah, I watch any of them. If it's on Netflix and it's found footage, I'm watching it. Last, I think this was two years ago. I was very excited for one. When I saw the trailer of The Gallows. 
Oh my god, that was terrible. Yeah, the trailer was good. The, the trailer, trailer was, good. was yeah. really good. And then I walked into the movie and I sat down and I'm just like, Yeah, there's a couple that made me. I'm uh, like, boy, this sucks. That, yeah, that made me want to hate watching it. I'm yeah. really glad I didn't pay to see that. Watch it at home, and I was yeah, like, "This me is too." I didn't pay to see that. <laughs> yeah, I will never trash. be fooled again. Yeah, <laughs> and and then we go to see another garbage movie, and then we're like, "Damn, Damn. God, they tricked us again." <laughs> All right, go through. What's yeah, your number, 10? number ten is the room, which I know Dave has not watched yet, but it's one of my odes. I know exactly what that. Is. Oh yeah, it was one of your bad reels, wasn't it? Yeah, the the room is uh James Franco is making a movie about it, which so. is supposed. I heard is really really good. Which I've heard is like great. Apparently, the disaster artist. So be on the lookout for that one. There's a movie about that movie. Uh, number nine is Paper Soldiers. Going back to Kevin Hart, this is Kevin Hart's first movie, uh, and it's a uh, I think it was the first Rockefeller Films movie. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what movie I really um, expect to be on this list? G State Property. I know no, it's on no, the list. It was a. Uh, it's not. No, uh, I'm sure Belly. Belly. What about Belly? Belly might be on the list. Too. Belly is not on the list because it's not a <laughs> pleasure. It's a great movie. Oh my god, no, it's not. Uh, yeah, no, this is the only Rockefeller Films movie on my list is Paper Soldiers, which is actually a pretty funny movie. Uh, Jay Z's uh, acting debut, <laughs> and I think the only acting role he's ever had is in this movie. Who does he play? He plays Jay Z. That, that's a lot. <laughs> yeah, I think I don't even think he had a line, I think he just head nodded at Kevin Hart, and that's it. <laughs> uh, number eight is the first scary movie. Okay, I think the, I actually think. That's not. I, I love them. I think it's a good movie. I don't think it's. Yeah, no, but it's, yeah. you know, we can't say it's not Regina, a guilty pleasure. Regina Hall, like Regina Hall, makes actually most of those movies. Yeah, she was she was solid in that movie. Uh, number seven is Thirteen Going on Thirty. Mm, we were watching that yesterday. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we were. It was on before we went out last night, and I was like, "This isn't that bad." I thought it's it was not, like worse. It's not that bad. It's, <laughs> you know, it has a Electra and Incredible Hulk. I don't mind 13 going on 30 either. 13 going on 30. Number six is Jim Carrey's How the Grinch Stole Christmas. That's I, my number I watch that movie every Christmas. So do I because it's just a Christmas tradition, but I think that movie's aged terribly. I still enjoy it yeah. heavily. I think it's still pretty decent. Number five is a movie that Dave has not watched and I've been telling him to watch forever, and it's half-baked with Dave Chappelle. Nah. It's G. not because I, ha- I don't want to. It's just I haven't seen G. it. Have you watched this movie? Which one is it? Half-Baked? Half-Baked. Oh, yeah. I, that's like a that's like a classic amongst me and my friends. Yeah, I exactly. like grew up on Half-Baked. I've been trying to get yeah, this man. It's like early Dave movie. Chappelle, too. Like It's really good. Yes. Love it. The Kill Killer B. And it's like a very quotable movie, too. Yeah, hugely quotable. Uh, number four, we're going back to Nick Cannon. You love Nick Cannon. <laughs> I don't love Nick It's Drumline. <laughs> Nick Cannon and Zoe Zaldana in I, Drumline. I take a backseat. Zoe Zaldana was Zoe Zaldana has had like she a was great in that movie. She had an interest. She was in Crossroads with Britney Spears. Like she had a really interesting start. Yeah, she did. Uh, to get to where she is now, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number three is Bad Boys Two. I don't feel guilty about that. I love Bad Boys. <laughs> yeah, that one, it's way better than the original, but it's still not. Could it, could uh, well, it I would say all that. Yeah, too. <laughs> And that ha- that highway chasing the one in fake, oh, yeah. the one in fake Cuba, it wasn't it. Yeah, it wasn't fake Cuba. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they blew up that mansion to fucking smithereens. Um, number two is the Water Boy. It's not. I fine. I don't like. I I, I don't, don't like Adam yeah, Sandler. I'm not. A, I'm not big on Adam Sandler. I, I had to pick 
uh, my favorite Adam Sandler movie. That's probably was it. it was that your that, favorite Adam Sandler movie? It was between that, uh, Happy Gilmore, and Big Daddy. Let's have a sidebar real quick. If you okay. did have to love a Adam Sandler movie, G, what would it be? My favorite Adam Sandler movie is Big I Daddy. I have like two. They I have two, and they both have Drew Barrymore in it. It's Wedding Singer and Fifty First Dates. Uh, Wedding Singer, I'll give you, but not Fifty First Dates. Fifty yeah. First Dates is so good, and it's yeah. uh, whatever. Yeah, that, that I get sentimental good. about it. It's good. <laughs> about it. I do. Like, it's, talk, all, it's like really sad. Like I mean, whatever. You want to talk about it, man? <laughs> no, I mean we're good. All right. I know. Uh, how, I know. Dave, Dave doesn't like Drew Barrymore. No, I don't like so, Drew Barrymore. I liked her in one movie. Well, actually, two movies. Two what, movies. what? Scream. Well, I do. We really count her in Scream. She was good. No, she was in good. Nobody. She was fine in like the three minutes she was in. I would just say the wedding singer would be my only movie I could stand her in. What? Oh, yeah. yes. Oh, easy. We, we, suck. we <laughs> suck. I know. <laughs> well, that's no, that's the movie that I like her. In. That's that's her best performance at the uh, age of five. Uh, and Donnie like, Darko. What about like Ever her. Ever After? Is good too, guys. Uh, I'm no. I'm never. I mean, the, the, the movies we named are good movies, but they're not good movies. Any cars with boys and never been kissed. Yeah. If Jen was here right now, she'd just be nodding yes. She'd, yes. If she'd be texting me right now, I'd be yeah, like, oh my god, like, I love oh that movie. Oh my god, too. I love that movie. <laughs> But unfortunately, Jen is not here. That's so you can't, you get no support. I mentioned a movie that you guys like, kind of crap on that I love. She'll like text me like offline, like, "Oh my god, I love that movie too." So I got I got support from someone over there. Well, the support's not here right now. So well, actually, <laughs> actually, I I'm, I just texted her right now, and she is like, "Oh my god, I love that movie." <laughs> see? see. So yeah. So your number one, I actually want to guess this. I want to see if me and okay. guys could guess this. So it, you I, said it's a, it's a cheat, cheat, and it's a found footage movie? No, I never said it was a found footage. Oh, it's footage. just a cheat? No, found footage was my guilty pleasure. It, I grouped a bunch of movies into one. I'll give you that clue. Oh, my God. Uh, no, never mind. I got nothing. Then. Is it a comedy? I, I guess you could call it that. It has comedy. Is it the Friday it's franchise? No, it's not the Friday franchise. Oh, okay. Franchise. That's not a guilty I pleasure. Think, I thought it was something from that, too. Uh, it's the Fast and the Furious series. That's not a guilty pleasure. It is. No, it not, isn't. They're, they're not. Uh, I, I know movies. it is for some people. I think they, they have good movies in it, though. Not I know there are some people that. Yeah, I have a friend Greg like, that hates those movies. The first yeah, three, like, there's certain ones that he can watch where he's like, oh, I guess it's all right for what it is. I think the first three or four are like destroyed by critics, but like the last couple, the first one wasn't destroyed. By the first yeah, it was one only good. like I was surprised because I really the first one's my favorite. The first, really? one, the first one is I think under fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Which yeah, is... it's either close to it or under, like uh, the worst one. I think it's fast, uh, the fast and furious, the fourth yeah, one. That one's the worst one. Really over Tokyo Drift? It's like yeah. it's like a, it's in the twenties, I think. Yeah, like twenty something percent. And don't... which surprised me. I was surprised that it was that low. I mean, it's it seems like it's trending downward again. Well, it still was fresh. The last one was still certified fresh. So. Yeah. Actually, the lowest rated movie is Fast and Furious. That's twenty eight percent. It's not even that bad. Like it, I, without Fast and Furious, I don't think they the that movie is like the transition to like what they eventually yeah, like. The become, action, like yeah. It gets yeah, to yeah. the Rock. That's all you care about. It gets to the Rock. It gets to the Rock. It gets to the Rock. That's all he cares about. Yeah. So that's not nah, a bad what if, list, man. what if the Rock was in La La Land? If the Rock was in La La Land, <laughs> Wait, would, how would that work? What role would he play? He would have played. <laughs> he would have played John Legend's part. John Legend's part. Yeah. Oh, oh man. God, no. The, the, the Rock would have won the best supporting actor, man. Wait, can't The Rock? The Rock can kind of sing, right? He's yeah. singing at a Disney movie. Okay, yeah. The Rock. 
The Rock cannot sing. Let's yeah. not. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> not <laughs> let's not throw that lie into that. He said he sang that song "Pie" when he was in WWE back in the wrestling days. So my point stands: The Rock cannot <laughs> sing. The and Rock then, cannot sing. I repeat, he cannot sing. Yeah, let's not let's not start lying to our audience right now. Yeah, that's funny. Um, but moving on to this uh, week's top ten, well, super hard coinciding wow. with the release of Alien Covenant, which I am excited to see. I'm excited too. I think we all are. Yeah. Yeah. So this week we're doing ten, top ten sci-fi films. Pretty hard list. This was probably the Very most hard. difficult list that I've that I personally have had in the time we've been doing the show outside of my top two like they went all over the place all week until i decided like you know on my final 10 but there are a lot of honorable mentions this week yeah i got some too because i don't like that many movies in the genre to to have like a whole big list but the, the ones i did like it was hard to eliminate one so that's what i got yeah uh, i think the hardest part about this list for me was realizing movies that i didn't really think were sci-fi movies actually could be yeah, that's too. It's a really like it's not a very specific genre all the time. Like there's certain things that have like sci-fi elements. I'm like, I guess I can include that. And then there were some like that were kind of like that where I'm like, well, now I feel weird including it. Yeah, the, uh, that's the one my uh, hardest challenge with this list was that that um, there's so many sci-fi films that you didn't know, and some of them I cheated in my honorable mentions. I'm not gonna lie. So yeah, um, but I'll I'll run through my honorable mentions first. So, some of my honorable mentions are Metropolis from 1927. Cool. Yeah, silent silent film. Okay. Um, The Matrix. Did that make my honorable mention? The Terminator. Oh, it's in your honorable mention? Terminator 1? Terminator 1, Okay. Jurassic Park. Okay. And that's a stretch. Wait, that's a stretch, isn't it? That's a stretch. It is a stretch, but, you know. They use the lab to create these yeah, dinosaurs. I mean, it's a stretch, but spoiler, I'll, it's on my list, so it, I'll give you that stretch because it's on my list. Uh, Back to the Future. Yeah, I, that was a hard. That was a, that's in my honorable mentions too. That's a that's that was a hard one for me, and um, because I was not go, I did not want to include two franchises with two films on my list. Star Wars, your nineteen seventy seven is in my honorable. Ooh, mentions. that's in your honorable mention. Yeah, the Empire Strikes Back. Top ten. Oh, no, no, the original. The New Hope. Yeah, New Hope. Okay. All right, so that's my honorable mentions. Lou, what's yours? My honorable mentions are Gravity. Okay. Uh, Prometheus. Yay. Sorry. <laughs> 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 um, Oblivion. Oblivion was a pretty solid movie. Is that the one with Tom Cruise? The one with Tom Cruise. I hated the ending. I guess yeah. that's... that's. I think that's what killed it for me also. Yeah. That's what didn't make my top ten. Um, Arrival. Uh, oh, wow, that yeah. is what I I, what? I yeah. have to make some room real quick. Yeah, no, no, I, I literally realized <laughs> about arrival. Yeah, no, I, I realized about arrival like last night, like really late at night, and I mean it just didn't make my top ten, uh, just because I love the other the, my top ten movies more, but it's a pretty solid movie. So I'll throw that, but cut you off. I'll throw that in an honorable mention as well. Go ahead. All right, and then my last one is uh, the Day the Earth Stood Still. The original or the, the, original. Or the Keanu Reeves? Not the original. Okay. He, he no. the Keanu. Not the Keanu one. <laughs> That's the one with Janet Smith in it too, right? Yeah. Nah, that movie. Yeah, yeah. Ass. Uh, Gaius, I don't know if uh, Lutz ever mentioned he loves Janet Smith. I do not love oh. Janet Smith. Let's not. He, more he, lies to the he audience. He prefers the remake of The Karate Kid over. Oh, my God. I actually. Uh, oh, you love I, After too? My wife was trying to convince <laughs> me on to throw that on the other day for my daughter. I was like, no. No, if you're going to put The Karate Kid, you put the right one. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's not a horrible movie. It's like, it's. 
all right. But it's not as good as uh, he looked like he no, was no, in the, no, no. the whole I mean, movie. It's not like Ralph Ralph Macchio. No, no, no. Ralph Macchio is actually a very nice guy too. I met him a few months ago. Very nice guy. There you go. Um, what are yours, G? All right. In my honorable mentions, I it's almost made the top ten, but didn't quite. Uh, I've had uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, I love Edge of Tomorrow. That's a good one. Which I loved, 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 but it didn't quite make the top ten. I think it didn't make it because it's uh, not because it's still fairly new. It was it was a tough one. It almost did. Uh, I have Twelve Monkeys on that list too. The Bruce Willis and Brad Pitt. Yes. I don't know if you ever seen it. Yeah, I have. Yes. Um, I have a uh, Dark City. I have yet I have. to see Dark City, yeah, but I, I hear Dark so City many great things about it. Uh, it's like the only reason I didn't make it top ten because it, it's kind of slow in parts, and I'm kind of big on pacing sometimes. But yeah. it like it's shot so it's like a really sleek, really like good looking like sci fi movie. Like visuals are like amazing in that movie. And uh, another one I had an honorable mention. I had a uh, Gattaca, which a lot of people haven't seen, which I. With uh, Uma Thurman and Ethan Hawke. I have not seen this. Uh, it's pretty underrated. It didn't really do well when it came out, but it's like kind of got a cult following now. Yeah, I feel like and I've it's seen coming, it. It's coming up on its 20th anniversary. Soon too. There you go. So, so with that, with that being said, I, I, know, I noticed certain movies that were in my honorable mentions that weren't in yours, so I, I have a feeling we might hear from them a little later on. Yep. My number 10 takes us back to 1956. And my number 10 is Forbidden Planet. I don't know if you guys have heard or seen this movie. Never heard of this movie. I've seen it. It's good. So I haven't seen it in a long time, though, which is probably why I didn't make my list. I haven't I watched mean, it in a long I saw it like a few weeks. I actually, I can thank uh, Disney Hollywood Studios for this. I was uh, waiting online for the great movie ride at uh, Hollywood Studios, like I said before. And they sh- were showing clips of like classic sci-fi films. And that came up. And I was like, oh, this looks really interesting. So I picked it up. And I watched it, and I immediately saw, like, there's so much from that movie that we're taking into what we see today with, like, um, movies in space, things like that. movie looks great. Like, it's beautifully shot. Um, and the one thing that you probably will, will not notice on, uh, if you see it without me telling you this right now is that Leslie Nielsen is in that movie. Oh, really? And he is, like, really? unrecognizable. <laughs> like, I'm, like, uh, I'm, watching it with, I'm watching it with Jen, and Jen's, like, yeah, that's Leslie Nielsen. And I'm like, the guy from Naked Gun? And he plays this, like, serious captain of this, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but he plays a serious captain, and his performance is really, really good. And there's, like, a tw- little twist at the end, too. So, it, it for me, it it kind of, like, started this, like, sci-fi trend in Hollywood. But that's my number 10. Lou, what's your number 10? My number 10 is The Matrix. Uh, yeah, the I don't hold it as dear to my heart like a lot of people, so that's why it's my number ten. But it was definitely a game changer when it came out, as far as you know, visuals. A lot of lot of movies borrowed from this movie, so uh, holds its place in history when it comes to film. All right, G, what's your number ten? Uh, my number ten, I did uh, Minority Report. Love it. Oh, that's pretty good. I forgot about that one. I, I kind of forgot about it too. Like my friend, I, my me and my friend rewatched it this week, and I forgot how much I like loved, like loved it. And uh, Steven Spielberg directing, like seems like kind of classic Steven Spielberg, basically. Uh, Tom Cruise, uh, back when he was sane, kind of and not weird. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just like visually really good. It's a like a just a 
like fun sci-fi movie and uh really tense at parts too. Uh I don't know. It it's still like one it's actually one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies too. I, I can actually rewatch it. I I hadn't watched it in a while before uh watching it again this week, but uh, back in the day I used to watch it a lot. It's like really good like rewatch value. No, yeah, it does. And it doesn't you don't feel its length too, but it's a pretty long movie too. It's a very long movie, yes. But it doesn't feel long. No, not at all. Uh, my number nine is Planet of the Apes. The Marky Mark one? No, yeah, the Tim Burton one. <laughs> um, I love the end of that movie where Mark Wahlberg heads back to the planet and um, he sees that randomly for no reason whatsoever. All the police officers are apes. That's not my... I know. I was, okay. I was, I was, I was right. letting you rock I'm, with it. I'm sitting here and Lewis is, Lewis is staring just, at me. I like, was letting him rock like, with is it. Is he really serious right now? I'm going to let you dig your own hole, bro. So, obviously, the original Planet of the Apes. So, for um, many reasons, I love this film. Uh, just a, the makeup in that film. Uh, yeah. The apes look tremendous. And for 1968, I believe, that's when the movie came out. Like makeup like that was unheard of. Yeah, no, that was the for story the time. had me enthralled. I'm like, where did they end up? Like, where did these these um, astronauts end up? Like, why you know did um, did something go wrong or whatever? And I just wish like that movie is one of the movies that I wish I saw live. Yeah, to find out at the end of the movie that they were on Earth all along and they were in New York, just like. Guess it went through like an ape takeover. Yep. So that, um, and it holds well. It does it. it it's not my, um, to me, like with what they're doing now with the Ace movie, mm-hmm. I think that might surpass it in terms of quality. It, ha- it has for me. But in terms of importance, I think that's why it makes my number nine. What's your nine? For me, it's uh, Edge of Tomorrow, uh, piggybacking off one of uh, Gaius's honorable mentions. Uh, it was a pretty solid movie. I was I'm not the biggest Tom Cruise fan, but that movie actually kept me pretty entertained. Uh, it had a great story, great action. Um, uh, yeah, pretty solid movie all throughout. Uh, it came out around the same time as Oblivion, and I thought he was doing great. Uh, with the two movies back to back, but uh, Edge of Tomorrow was way more superior than Oblivion to me. Emily Blunt's awesome in that movie too. Oh yeah, I she was amazing. Good. Yeah, she that out there. Yeah, she had a really great performance. I I always thought that movie should have done better. I think it, like it it did do well, but like I I think like there's still like this like stigma attached to Tom Cruise sometimes. Yeah, that's the thing that he especially plays, here that he plays Tom Cruise in every single movie. It really does. Yeah. But it was it's a, but he chooses the right stuff. I mean, like some of his stuff is fun, and like you know, Edge Tomorrow caught me completely off guard because I wasn't expecting much from it at all, and. I was surprised by how good it was. Yeah, neither was I. I was I saw it and I really enjoyed it, but then I was like, "Is this a sequel to Minority Report?" Because Tom Cruise is acting the same as he did in uh, Minority Report. Another Mission Impossible because it's the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the guy you got to give him credit. This he does a great franchises for himself. Now he's doing the Mummy. So. Yeah, yeah, I'm iffy about that one, but I'm uh, I'm gonna see how it goes. All right, G, you're up. What's your number nine? All right, number nine. I went with another Philip K. Dick adaptation uh, with uh, Total Recall. The the Colin no, Powell not the one, right? not the remake. Even though I, I love me, I haven't seen the, I haven't seen the remake yet. 
I love Kate Beckinsale, but no, no, it did not remake did not make the cut. The original with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, just a fun like sci-fi action movie from like start to finish. Like once it starts, it kind of never really lets up. And uh, it's just a fun, it's just a fun movie in general. I love it. It was really good. Yeah, no, it was a fun ride that movie. All right. Yeah. Do you? Uh, how do you feel about it, dude? Of of. Uh... Total Recall. Oh, Total. I actually never seen it. What? The, the original? That's the original. Oh. Yeah, that's what? why I was like, I took a back seat here because oh. I've never seen Total that's Recall. A solid movie. You should watch it. Have you seen the remake? Yes. What? <laughs> and, it's, <laughs> and it's not good. So. Ah, you have to watch the original, man. Not the original is way better than the remake. It is. I'm surprised you didn't grow up with Total Recall. No, I actually like. I've heard of it, but I've never. Is, what? Is that you're making right. it sound like it's like a casual movie? Like, <laughs> oh yeah. All right, I got. I got. I got to ask. Is I'm like totally. You know. Uh-huh. Is this to get to the Chopper movie? Or is that another no, one? That's, that's another oh, one. that's True Lies. No, yeah, no, that's so, Price. Is that? No, I think it is True Lies. Is it? Is it True Lies? I think it's True Lies. I feel like he says it a lot. Yeah, I feel like he says it a lot, yeah, but that's a... what. Um, all right. So, yeah, I've never seen Total Recall, but like Bates Motel, I'll put it on the list. Yeah, it's man. like, uh, that's like you not seeing Speed until like a year ago or something. Yeah, dude, <laughs> I don't know. Okay, let's not compare Speed to Total Recall. I like... <laughs> Wait I'll, a ta- I t- I'll take Speed over Total Recall. No, you're going to watch Total Recall, man. But here's... um. This has nothing to do with sci-fi, but you're 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 mentioning that I didn't see Speed till about a year ago. You'll never guess what movie I didn't see till two years ago. I just saw back in 2015, Mrs. Doubtfire for the first time. What? Yeah, that's that's surprising coming from wow. you. Wow, yeah, I saw that surprising. as a kid. I, I, I a, loved a Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, Mrs. So Doubtfire freaked me out when I was a kid, man. Just the way he's he looked. Funny. He's pretty funny in that movie. I can so. see. You know what's crazy? Like, definitely going sidebar on this, but like the way society is and they're so pc i don't think i think mrs doubtfire would have gotten so much like oh nowadays yeah, like no, backlash you can't make that movie now like, there's no. no way i think you can make that movie now no they tried with big mama's house no wait what no i love big mama's house when they made that third, <laughs> when the third, with the third one uh, that's the with, martin uh, Morris movie yeah martin martin Lawrence, and then martin, they, he had a son played by i forgot the actor's name uh but yeah it was bad oh wow all right moving on to number eight my number eight is alien Oh, it's so far on your list down. <laughs> alien, alien, not alien. Okay, so, uh, alien actually did not make my list, guys. So excuse me, what? alien did not make my list. Oh, I'm okay. dying. Right yeah, yeah. I'm a little. I'm a little singular. I'm, I'm a little death. I'm in, going through death right now too. So like, I mean, alien to me, and I know this might be blasphemous with the Universal monsters and stuff like that. Might be the greatest monster movie of all time, in terms of like the xenomorph and like. Mm-hmm. It's sci-fi mixed with horror, yeah. Because a lot of people view the first Alien as a horror movie. I view it as a sci-fi horror, and it's not to me. To some, it is. Maybe mm-hmm. to you, G, it is. I don't think it's better than Aliens. I think I, Aliens I, is. I think I, Aliens I, is. But they're like different. Like different. Aliens is like a horror movie, and Aliens is like an action, action movie, yeah. an action sci-fi. Yeah. So, but I think it keeps you on edge. The entire film, I think, like you're like, all right, we know who's gonna live, we know it's gonna be Ripley, but is anyone else gonna survive with her? And that scene where the xenomorph comes out of her, uh, his stomach, the guy's chest, the guy's chest oh yeah, uh, it's great. It's like one of the most iconic, scene, the most I iconic think. scene, one of the most iconic scenes. In it the makes me feel uneasy every time I watch it. Yeah, yeah. Like, cheap plug. Check out reviews of the entire Alien franchise this week. Oh, real okay. talk. I'll snap. I'll snap. 
It's All about right, to Luke, go down. What's your, what's your number eight? My number eight is Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Man, I you, went, put, you went fresh. You went over Yeah, I didn't 19- put the original one. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give him credit for I actually think those Planet of the Apes movies are really, 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 really yeah. good. Like, Rise of the Planet of the Apes was a solid, I would call it a reboot, right? It would be considered a reboot. Yeah, right? they re- it's a reboot. Solid movie, but Dawn of the Planet of the Apes took that first movie's concept way beyond, and it did a fantastic job as far as visuals and storytelling. Uh, yeah, it it for me it surprised the originals without question. So I'm look, I'm looking forward to War. <laughs> He's like real quiet. You're like, oh, I, 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 I don't know, man. He gave me a quick nod. I, I, I mean, I understand. I mean, but I prefer the. I think some people would watch the newer ones and agree with him, and because you know the original is pretty like dated, and some people can't watch older movies, like you know. I feel like Gia's, I feel like G is subliminally telling us that it's on his list too. I think no, it's, it not, it's not. It's uh, not. <laughs> I, I actually kind of forgot about it being like sci-fi-ish. I guess I didn't really think about it. Oh, uh, it's definitely sci-fi. But I like. Uh, but it is good. It's really good. Yeah. I actually like Rise and Dawn. I thought they were both good. Dawn yeah. is yeah, Dawn better. Is, yeah, Dawn is way better. But they're both solid movies. And yeah. I mean, I think the new one looks fantastic. So yeah, I'm excited. I cannot wait for that. Just uh, but just like being, I was completely surprised by all of them in general, though, because I I went into Rise with like super low expectations. They're like to the floor, and I was really surprised <laughs> how good it was. Yeah, I mean, and, with, with me, yeah. I'm I'm kind of like I fall under your under what you went through. Like to me, I saw Rise, and I'm like, oh, James Franco really hasn't made a good movie in a while, because I yeah. think that was before the. the the twenty it was twenty seven hours. His Renaissance. One hundred twenty seven. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was it was before that. So I'm like, oh, another James Franco movie. Yeah, he was going through. And I was so shocked. I mean, he's not the star to me. The star is no Caesar. Yeah. Caesar. Yeah. And he took it. Do we do we uh, finally get a a nomination for Andy Circus this year? I don't think it's ever gonna happen. <sighs> I, I feel bad. Such a shame uh, because he. It's never gonna happen. I don't. I don't think the Academy like. They totally don't view it. They don't view it as a how, real performance. Yeah, they don't, and I don't think they how like they don't see how much of him is in that. You can like have them watch a ton of like behind the scenes footage of him. Actually, he's acting. He's this is not just like a computer generated like image that you're watching. Like he's creating him from start to finish, and I think they would still see that and still not view it as like a real performance. I. Unfortunately, I have to agree. It's the with same thing, that. you know. The same argument was made for like voice acting, like when like uh when Robin Williams did Aladdin. Like a lot of people were like, "Hey, like that's a really fun comedic performance. Like he should probably get nominated for that." That was a big. That was kind of a thing back then. And then it was like, "Hey, we can't. No one can get nominated for being a voice." The funny thing is that it, he eventually did get an honorary Oscar for that performance. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah, yeah, he did. So that's. I mean, to the looking at ninety three though, that was ninety three Aladdin, right? 92 or 93 something. Yeah, that yeah. would have been difficult to win though that year though. Right, it would have been. That was yeah. that was the that was that the fugitive. That was the year the fugitive Schindler's List. Yeah, that would have yeah, been yeah. that would have been a rough one. Yeah, <laughs> and that that argument got brought up again when uh when her came out and they oh, talked about Scarlett Johansson. Yes, because she was fantastic in that. She movie. was good. Like that's probably one of her best performances. That honestly, and she's, <laughs> on, and she's on screen zero you seconds. Don't even, you don't even see her, but like yeah, it got brought up again when like can you nominate someone just for their voice and you I never know though with the change in what's going on with the academy you never know yeah we might see that in the future yeah all right g you're up what's next on your list uh next on my list uh, i got the matrix um i felt like uh, I, the reason i included it on there uh, just because uh, like of its time 
I felt like it was so ahead of its time when it came out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. And uh, I, 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 I still have feelings about that movie. Like every time I watch it, I feel like I'm watching it for the first time, like back when it came out. Like it's, it still feels like fresh, and it still feels like new. Um, that's why I don't like the idea of them possibly rebooting it. Uh, because I think it's one, it's too early to do it, even though it came out in '99. And I think and they, I don't think. Would you say yeah, that I they ended? Would you say they ended that first one not on a cliff, cliffhanger, but on a complete end? Like I was satisfied with it. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, was like satisfied I, with it as well. I, I like uh, that. To me, the Matrix Reloaded and the third one are just prime examples of like this movie made money, so and we it. want to make another one just because this made money. I don't think like. They had a, they they can say that they had a bunch of ideas after they made the first one or while they were making the first one. I just don't think that's true. Like I just think they kind of were like, "This made money, so let's figure something out." Have they done any? The Wachowski brothers have they directed anything good since then? No, right? No, unless you like Speed Racer. Oh my god, I was terrible. I, no, I <laughs> Jesus. Man, I know. I know. I know a lot of people that love it. I know some people that like. Uh, was it Cloud Atlas? I think was I, the name of it. I got twenty five minutes in. And I'm, I'm the I couldn't per- finish it. I, I, I cannot finish it either. It would have felt like an acid trip. Like, what am I watching right now? Wait, Cloud Atlas or Speed Racer? Oh, so, oh we're not. I'm no, we're no, no. Speed Racer. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, both. <laughs> <laughs> so mo- moving on to number seven. My number seven is Wally. Oh, okay. That's so, pretty solid. So Wally is kind of like the pure depiction of where the hell we're going in society. Yeah. In terms of like. I know. Well, I'll get to that in a second. But like, in terms of like how where society's going, in terms of like obesity and like people being so dependent on technology, Wally like depicts that perfectly. And it's a it's a movie about like what may happen to our future if we don't do something about it. And you know, we keep being dependent on technology and and everything being done for us. I mean, we're so dependent on our phones and those. You know, and I feel like that movie does a great job of doing that and it's a great movie about relationships and then and the feeling of having one person by your side that you know you'll do everything for and that's what wally finds with eva mm-hmm. and it's just a great great film it's one of to me it's probably my number two or three pixar best pixar film yeah, yeah i'm kind of kicking myself ones. that i didn't remember wally yeah out of all the ones that they've done God, gee, you're yeah. quiet over there. I think you were surprised I, Wally made the list. Well, I mean, I, 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 I it's fine. <laughs> you don't like, you don't like Wally? Out of there. No, I like Wally. I, 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 I'm gonna get like crapped on. Like, there's like a few Pixar movies that I just find like overrated, and it's a lot of their like later stuff. It's a lot of their later stuff that I don't, I don't get into as much as. Like you know, Toy Story and all that stuff. It's just my. I have a feeling you're gonna tell me that you think Wally's overrated. I have like I I like uh, okay. I'm just gonna say it. So I throw Wally. I I like it. Just think it's overrated. I throw up in there too. I like it. I think it's overrated. Like a lot of their like later stuff. I think is overrated. So do you think Inside Out is overrated? Uh, A little bit. It's all right. This is the first time you may you've ever made me oh my god on this, on this show. <laughs> it's, it's like all like oh, I, I, don't know, it's, <laughs> I, I think so many people praise Pixar so much, so I expect like greatness a lot of the time. And then like I'm just like, yeah, it was alright. I got the the Cars franchise and Ratatouille as my Yeah, they make ones. cars. Cars isn't great. <laughs> yeah, cars I don't like cars that much. I don't like I think cars is fine at best. 
And Ratatouille is not that great either. Not, like that's my least favorite one, Ratatouille. No, my least favorite one is Cars too. I think Cars I ta- I tapped out. I mean, I don't want to say tapped like Cars out. Two better than Cars One. Actually, you know what? I'm not even gonna lie. Brave. No, Brave was good to me. Meh. I liked it. I. I guess because I have a daughter. I guess. So we're slowly like agreeing with me, right? <laughs> well, I'm not agreeing. <laughs> I, 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 no, I would chill. He's I, like, I, so so I'm, I'm right, right? <laughs> I'm not gonna agree with you on Wally. Being overrated, I think Wally's great. Um, but yeah, after that blasphemous comment, let's continue. <laughs> Lou, what's what's up on your list? Uh, number seven is Jurassic Park. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're going back to normal here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, there's nothing wrong with no, Jurassic Park. Is great. We've been through Jurassic Park many times in this podcast. It's a great movie. Uh, great ride. Uh, very memorable, especially if you were like a '90s kid. Uh, you remember that movie dearly. Great score. So yeah, gr- amazing score. That was in our top ten score. So not really much to say in that movie. Number seven. Some scary, some really legit, tense, scary moments in that Absolutely, movie. Exactly. Uh, the, 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 t- the first T Rex scene. When he's like, uh, like yeah, when, when his he's... head crashes through the top of the like yeah. the. Oh god! And that, they only separating them. Yeah, the only separating them is like the windshield. It's actually coming back into theater. Here in New York, oh, uh, wow. in two weeks. So I'm gonna see if I could catch a. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I take my. I've never that. seen it in theaters, so that'll be a good time. Oh, you didn't see it growing like when you were. No, I actually caught. I I caught it when it came out on VHS, like uh later on in the year. Oh, so good. it scared me. Uh, my mom told me it scared me a lot as a kid. Like the raptor scene scared. <laughs> yeah, wow. no, that's the thing. I, I feel like that was scarier than the T-Rex. The raptors. The raptors. Like, yeah, like they so were so fast. Were pretty, yeah. Now, sure. we're moving on. Uh huh. Wait, G. A, G is number seven, right? No, number seven. yeah, number seven. Uh, I have a Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I was contemplating on that movie, and I'm gonna say that I've owned it for about ten years, and it's been sitting there, and I still haven't. And seen you've it. never watched it either. Wow. Oh, you haven't seen You're two movies. A nice little uh, list of movies. Yeah, I know. I mean, and I owed. What happened? <laughs> You're the worst. I, 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 <laughs> I have the worst tendency of buying movies that interest me, and I just forget to watch them so and you like love spielberg too i do love spielberg he's one of my favorite directors yes oh well you should watch one of his best movies i actually remember watching this in uh <laughs> elementary school actually they brought it into the school and watched it that's the first time i seen remember seeing that so movie. that's a funny story that was the first time i watched it we watched it uh when i was in middle school yeah uh, it was like i don't know what i was like for a science class i don't even know why we were watching it i can't remember if it correlated with what we were talking about but like uh the teacher at the time loved that movie and i think he just wanted to show us the movie and like i fell in love with it like right away i love like the mood and the atmosphere and just like like there's not a lot i want to say there's not a lot going on like the movie kind of sets up like you don't know like whether or not the encounter is going to be a good one or a bad one like exactly. if they're going to be friendly or if they're going to if or if it's going to be like independence style independence day style aliens like coming to destroy us and that's like the cool thing about it of like not knowing like where it's going to go and I mean, I guess because it's Spielberg, you kind of know that it's not going to be like doom and gloom. Yeah, I mean, but as a kid, it, oh, you're gone. But yeah, yo, but as a kid, you don't know that. Like you're watching it, kind of like, oh, I wonder what's like. You really feel like the characters feel like the characters are kind of like realizing all this stuff in the movie, like, and you're realizing it with them. Like you're kind of on that journey with them, like, okay, what is this? What's going on? What do they want? Like. But like just for like mood and atmosphere alone, it's a it's a solid sci-fi. I, movie. Ha- I have a question. Is that um, well, to G because I I actually both to both of you, is that the best alien Spielberg movie that you have on your list? 
No. <laughs> All right, I'm just I, checking. I have, another one. I have another one. All right, so do, one. I'm just checking. Just make, you two, are you are you missing one there? But you uh, haven't seen Close Encounters though, so you can't. We'll see. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so moving on to my number six, and I have a feeling guys are gonna be like, "Oh my god, why is that so high on your list?" Blade Runner. Yeah, why is that so high on your list, man? So like, I know I tossed and turned with this one. Like I. I had it on my I had it at number four and then it went to number three. It was just like all over the place. So from like six to six to three, you can toss and turn whichever way you want. So Blade Runner, it the reason it landed at number six is because I loved it when I saw it and I knew when I first saw it that it was like something special and it was one of those that was that stood the test of time. I saw mm-hmm. it when I was about sixteen or seventeen years old and I loved it. But I haven't seen it in like two or three years because I don't own it. Cause it's a hard Blu-ray to find yeah. for me. Is it really? Uh, I didn't yeah. know it was that hard. So on Amazon, it's like forty dollars. Well, dude, that I swear with that new one coming out, that they're all of a sudden they're gonna be like, "Oh, look what's available." <laughs> yeah, so it wouldn't shock me if it gets re-released, so I can re-watch it. But from what I remember, I do. I loved it. I thought it was. I thought it was great. It's um, it's funny because. You look at who's directing this new one with uh, Blade Runner 2049, which looks fantastic, and you wonder, is it going to be better than Blade Runner? Because Denise has, I mean, not like, let us, Denise uh, has not let us down once. He has not let us down yet. And, like, you know, like, I, I'm i really worried about him because they, they seem like they want him to tackle all these, like, kind of sci-fi movies. Like, I, yeah. I, know, I don't know if he's doing Dune or not. They talked about it. Like, they want him to remake that. Like, like it seems to be, like, his thing. I just hope he doesn't get, like... Typecasted. Typecast, I guess. Yeah, like, then, do it, but he's good at it. So I mean, and what, well for, do and what worked for Blade Runner for me is that it set the tone of like a nightmarish future, like in a way that it wasn't that wasn't done before. Did and, you read but, that article about how the actors uh, said that they didn't quite understand the movie while they were making it? <laughs> I mean, I don't think anyone <laughs> got it when they first saw it. I just think it's interesting, when, like when you release like a kind of a cult classic, and everyone was like, "Oh, I love that movie," and then you read stuff like actors like i had no idea what we were really doing when we did it and then you have you have like the end where like do you know if deckard is a replicant or not right like we'll find i think we'll find out in october and shout out to sean young who was originally supposed to play vicky vale on batman 89 sean young was also supposed to then she also is that the same chick that uh is that the chick with like the short brown hair yeah uh, yeah, she was. She tried to get put her hat in for Catwoman. She yeah, Batman she, she. I don't know if you know this story. So in '92, when they were getting ready to make Batman Returns, she wanted to play Catwoman because they said, "Okay, you can come back and try for the next one or whatever." Uh-huh. She goes in to try out in costume, <laughs> and they were like, "Get out of here, you!" Yeah, hot they're mess. like, "What are you doing? You can leave." <laughs> well, didn't she? So she was cast as Vicky Vale, right? Yeah, she already. She, she fell off a horse and broke a her horse. Leg. It hurt her. Yeah. And then, and then they, Kim Basinger. Which worked out <laughs> was well, a I think. Yeah, it worked yeah. out well. Even though Vicky Vale is probably the most annoying, uh, one of the, like, my top annoying, like, female of interest in any superhero movie. I don't think she, she's not the worst in the Batman franchise. Yeah, I, don't, I think we all know who your choice Wait, is. Oh, Rachel? Rachel. No, 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 no. Actually, Rachel's no. Not, oh, no, no, Rachel. she's not, no, no, Rachel's not my number one. Oh, my okay. number one most annoying character and female character in Batman is Dr. Chase Meridian. What? Oh, I went what? there. I went there. Oh, God. That's like the best Nicole Kidman's ever. I'm, I'm basing it on her looks. Never mind. I got to stop. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best Nicole Kidman's ever looked. I think about that. <laughs> Did you ever notice, you, you know what's funny? Like, 
Batman and Forever made a lot of money, despite the fact that people like have like to rewrite history and mm-hmm. think it's like the worst thing. No, ever. they like to rewrite history and like it was some like turd when yeah, it came it's out. It's not. It's it made a lot of money. <laughs> it made a lot of money. It came out at the right time too. This was like like when Jim Carrey was like at his peak. So like he was a, in, and I don't think it's a bad movie. It's fine. It's not bad. It's, it's good. Not, but it's like, not let's great, go back but... to Meridian for a second. You know, we Watch. are. That's that. Watch it. Because man, like she, she, one, she does like this is like the Batman fan coming out of me. This has nothing to do with critiquing or anything. Okay. But like as a character, this woman's like wants to bang Batman. That's she wants to do her like thing. Most women. She wants to do her like, thing. But with most Batman. of the girls want to bang Batman. She's a cowlist. Let's just look at it like uh-huh. that. So once she makes Batman smile, and that's a fucking problem. <laughs> Batman does not fucking smile. All right, Joe Button, you don't make people happy. Not nah, love people <laughs> happy, but Batman does not smile. Like I hate, I hate. It's probably it's probably up there with like Vicky Vale being led into the Batcave. Yeah, that, that is the worst. That's why I don't like her. I mean, that has nothing to do with her. That's more Alfred. That's I guess. Alfred. Alfred should. <laughs> Alfred is the worst Butler in the history of Butler. But I love that they reference that in Batman Returns. Yes, when he like calls him out on it, he's yeah. like, "Yeah, oh, he calls him out." He's like, "Who's one of the Vicky Vale in the back game. Game. Yeah, like <laughs> he's like, "I turn around and I'm like, oh hey, Vic, <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's going on?" <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, but that's not you. That's not a reason you should hate Vicky Vale. Nah, she's just annoying. Just the like, only the one part. The, like I will say the one part in Batman that I always like. Uh, that I'm like, oh, Vicky, like Kim Basinger, please try. And I like to think she wins an Oscar like eight years later. Ah, well, um, she deserved it. Though. No, she, she deserved it absolutely. Um, where the line in the movie where she's talking to, uh, I think she's talking to the bat, and she's like, and she says it in this exact way. She's like, "Why are you wearing a mask? Or why is she wearing? <laughs> why? No, it's when the Joker, when the Joker after after uh, oh, the, it's the at museum. the museum, and then yeah. uh, the girl he, that the Joker was doing art on, uh-huh. he's like, "Why is she wearing a?" mask <laughs> and in my head i'm like tim you couldn't have one more cut of this like there's, no, there's no other cut you can put in there but that one uh i <laughs> i watched that movie with a friend like not too long ago and like she hated her and she was like why is this like this bitch just screams the entire movie it's annoying <laughs> God, <yeah. laughs> especially the towards the end like when uh like when she's dancing with the joker i think that last scream like when he like pulls out the gun and it says like bang and she lets out like that last like yeah. really big thing. My friend was like, "I'm done." <laughs> you ever, ever watch Batman? And if you do, you haven't seen this, you might you might like put it into like context now. Uh-huh. When you watch Batman and they're up in that last scene and the, she's dancing with the Joker yeah. and she sees that Batman is around, she looks like she's about to blow him. Like she's <laughs> she's kissing him and she's kissing him all the way down. She looks like she's about to blow him and then Batman comes out with the you ever. It was like it's right when she white. like does the whole like she starts shaking and she says like I love purple and she yeah. goes down. <laughs> hey man, so you gotta do what you gotta do to survive. He does, his reaction, his reaction makes it seem like, like she oh, okay, like she's about to blow me. Sure. Yeah, <laughs> so like no, I mean I I just she's fine, but like there's so many things that she makes like. Story wise, as fanboy wise, that she makes Batman do that would never happen. One smile, uh-huh. two, like she calls him out on the bat. She gets uh, a way to get to the top of uh, of police headquarters to yeah. pull out. Oh the yeah, she signal. like she lights up the the signal to, like, like randomly. Like how did to she seduce him? <laughs> like how did she get up there? <laughs> That's one thing. And why is Commissioner well, she's a the doctor and she was working with? The she police. doesn't even work there, so like it's like well, so many. Well, why things. was she in the opening scene though? Like in the opening scene, they explain why she was there. Like why she was like in the opening with the whole two face, like the big action scene. Yeah, like there initially. Why they do explain why she's there? Well, 
probably because she's a doctor and like they want her to be there to explain like his split personalities or I don't know they they, they do explain why she's there. Now switching, she was she was working with and, the police. So and switching, switching back to switching back to analyzing like she has access to the bat signal and the cave. No, I don't and think she ever gets just, to the cave. They have some random roof. They, were, they never really talk about where it's at. It has to be. I mean, Christopher Nolan made <laughs> us know it was at, at police headquarters, so. Thank you, Nolan. Whatever. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Rachel was the worst, though. I was like, Rachel's no, not. Rachel's my, <laughs> Rachel's my number. Actually, no, Rachel's my number three after, uh, oh, my God, what the hell's the actress from Batman and Robin? Oh, uh, Kate, uh, the Kate, main chick? Yeah. Oh, the, not Uma Thurman, the one that Bruce Wayne is dating. I forgot her name. Elle, Elle McPherson was yeah, the model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, well, she doesn't, uh, not her fault, she, though. She, she was really pretty stable. Yeah, but she didn't really have much to do. But then yeah. it's Rachel. But that's another, Rachel. That's another story for another time. Moving All on. Right. Yeah, so Blade right. Runner is my number six. What, okay. what, what's your... Give me a second. <laughs> he's number he's six, like, I'm changing it. Number, <laughs> number, number six is Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay, that's... I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm cool with right. that. That's, that's, another, that's, another, that's another movie we've been through uh, many times. Uh, comedy, action, space, put a great soundtrack, put that all together, and you get Guardians of the Galaxy. Vin Still Diesel. have not seen number two yet, so. Oh, yeah, so we won't talk about that. Yeah. He said Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel <laughs> as Groot in his Vin Oscar. Vin Diesel getting paid absurd amount of money to just say, I'm Groot. <laughs> his Oscar worthy performance he'll, as Groot. He'll never do any better than in that movie. I, I uh, man, y'all, you are a Vin Diesel hater. He has been good in some movies. I can see you rocking out like on a Saturday night, on a rainy Saturday night, watching a Man Apart. Oh my God, a Man, man Apart's good. <laughs> <laughs> I like yeah. a Man Apart. What about the? Pa- I like a Man the Apart. Pacifier. I like. The guys. I like a lot of his early stuff. I like Pitch Black. Pitch Black is amazing. I, that almost made my list. And I like and I forgot to mention as honorable mention. I'll throw in Pitch Black as an honorable mention. Speaking, totally of, on, speaking of honorable mention, I forgot to mention Donnie Darko. <laughs> That's an honorable mention. There you go. I guess I did say that. All right. Well, I mean, like, and then Boiler Room. You don't like Boiler Room? That's a good movie. The Wolf of Wall Street before The Wolf of Wall Street came out? Yeah, with, like, Ben Affleck and Giovanni Ribisi. Oh, it was a great time. I miss. It was a great time. It was a great time. I miss. That's that's why I can't wait to get to the late 90s, early 2000s. I, I I think we really should do instead of like a like a teen we're, we're, uh, the teen top tens that we're working on for the future. I think we should just do a top ten nineties film just to like oh, so guys my, dude, my so guys could explode. mark out on that. What happened? There you go. I said my head might explode. I don't know. <laughs> like I, I wonder what your number one would be. It's my friends like always make fun of me because they're like I feel like you like You're I mean I guess you grew up in the right time, but like I feel like like. You like hold on to like there's so much new shit out and you're yeah, just like, like yeah what like, can't hardly wait though. Like, <laughs> like, did you? It's funny we were talking about Sarah Michelle Gellar last week or two weeks ago and we're uh I was going through Netflix and I saw that she was in Scooby Doo and I did not know that she was in Scooby Doo. Yeah, she played Daphne. Yeah. I, I actually we uh, talk about that. We like, don't talk like, about I like I like I like Scooby Doo. Oh well. my <laughs> Jesus! Uh the first one. That could bad. be because of Sarah Michelle Gellar though. I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar's made me like a lot of. So you don't, you don't like Freddie Prince Jr.? What's going on here? I mean, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Matthew Lillard was a good Shaggy, though. Yeah, he was. I'll give him that. He, yeah, he nailed the voice. And Scooby-Doo killed it. He totally <laughs> computer-generated Scooby-Doo. <laughs> all right, G, moving on to your number six. What's your number six? Uh, my number six is a movie you guys already mentioned. I have Jurassic Park. All right. Same yeah. reasons that you mentioned. Same before. reasons. Uh, uh, still takes me... So this is why I like Jurassic World. And I'm not saying Jurassic World is in the in the same league as Jurassic Park, but 
the same way that Jurassic Park when I first saw it, like that, like Jurassic World when I saw that reminded me of how much fun it is to see movies like that in the movie theater. And I remember seeing Jurassic Park in the theater as a kid. And like I said, like being like excited and then being terrified, like the whole like it's a really it's a really good like sci-fi movie, but it's also like a prime example of a really good like like kind of like popcorn like summer movie yeah, too. It's, it's like pretty much a near perfect popcorn movie, I think. It's my number. It's my second favorite uh, Spielberg film. So I adore Jurassic Park. Yeah, it's like I mean, like it's hard to like in like just looking back on like what he was able to create back then, like how innovative it was when it came out. Like you were convinced that like you had real life like dinosaur. Like you weren't. You didn't feel like you were watching something that was like an animatronic or anything like that. It yeah. felt real. No, yeah, they did a great job with those robots. And no, I mean, I guess that's the only thing that kind of bugs me about the newer ones, and like you know, with Jurassic World, is that yeah, you can tell some of it for like CGI. Yeah, it's funny you but, mentioned I mean, you were mentioned you mentioned I'm, CGI. This has this isn't sci-fi, but I was watching uh, last week before uh, Guardians. I was watching all the MCU films, uh-huh. and I was watching Captain America: The First Avenger. Mm-hmm. That CGI on on Chris Evans when he's thin looks terrible it, now. It looks, is it terrible now? I thought it, was, it looked good then. It looked great then. It looks terrible now. Have yeah, you seen it? I've recently? seen it. Re- I've seen it like in the last year, but I don't think it looks terrible. Uh, I think it's just because we know it's there. We kind of focus on it. I like, mean, I knew it was there back then, and yeah. it didn't look. It, I was like, oh, they actually did a good job. I, I don't know. I guess it's just improvements. I guess the last it's, five I, years. I think it's more of we're used to seeing him as the bulky superhero. Yeah. I guess. But yeah, that's that's my take. But yeah, Jurassic Park is great. Absolutely. Now we get into our top five, and was this five difficult for you guys, or um, uh, a little bit? The top, the like, bottom two were. I'm I'm happy with it, but it's a little. Yeah, little... looking at it, I'm, I'm I'm fine with it too. My number five is E. T. And the movie that makes you cry. Cry, man. <laughs> I ball. Drew, Drew Barrymore movie. My favorite do, Drew Barrymore movie. You do like ugly cry. <laughs> I don't, oh my god! I don't ugly. You know what's crazy? I really don't like. I can say like movies, and I have no problem. Many movies make me sob all the time. I have no problem crying in movies or whatever uh-huh. or TV shows. There's no movie that makes me cry more than ET. Like I ugly cry the shit out of that movie. Yeah, it's and it's a lot of things to John Williams. You no know movie makes me cry. Belly Friday. Nah, not Friday. <laughs> Yo, Friday. If, if anybody, if Friday makes anybody cry, they need to go see a doctor. <laughs> Well, but uh, Hardball, eh. Hardball makes me cry. I really don't. Hardball like came out at a really good time. Like you, like I remember, it came out like it was a week or two after September 11th. Not to like bring it down, but like I, I remember seeing that movie in the theater, and like I, the theater that I saw it with, like needed that movie. It was like they needed to watch something uplifting. Yeah, like I and, really... like I, I re- actually remember that movie more so because of that experience. I like I don't think it's a great movie, but like I do remember watching it and being like. I think we all kind of needed this right now, like something to like take our mind off of what was going on. It was like a perfect movie for that. Yeah, it wasn't a great movie. It was a good movie, and then the soundtrack was ass. But yeah, that was, <laughs> was horrible. Strike one. <laughs> remember little Sammy? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. Sammy. Don't tell me. Don't tell me that's on that on the restaurant playlist. <laughs> oh no, it's not. The oh, hardball right. soundtrack. <laughs> no, 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 no. I get crap for some of the stuff that's on there from movies like. Our, 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 uh, Kyrie Ugly, that Kyrie Ugly song is on our playlist. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I got, I get crap for being controlling music, but whatever. No one else is gonna do it. 
right, so, well, sobbing in the movies. What so, was, yeah. What? Yeah, so yeah, that's, how, that's, that's where we were. Yeah, so uh, um, outside of, like, me crying like a baby at the end, it's just such a well-made movie in terms of, like, friendship and the score. The movie looks beautiful. And I'm not going to lie. Like, I think I might be the only kid that was not afraid of, like, E.T. in general. It was uh, there were a lot yeah, of kids like that the way he like looked. Afraid of him and they really hate the scene where he's like dying and he's like all white and like they're like, oh, that was scary. It was so scary. And the kid I was like, really? Yeah, and it's like, I don't, I don't think he's scaring at yeah, all. I, I think he's, he's quite endearing to. So I mean, and obviously, I think the like I mentioned before, the score really adds to it. I think this is probably John Williams. Yeah, it's probably his third best, and that's saying it, saying something because of how like amazing he is yeah. and how amazing this score is. Um. Yeah, I think this is this is my favorite Spielberg film, so that's why it definitely holds a special place for me. Yeah, I don't I don't cry during it. I tear up for sure. The last like what ten minutes, like well, however rough, long man. it takes, those however last... long it takes for them to say goodbye. Yeah, those <laughs> ten minutes are rough. Rough. Like it's like a, like oh god, everyone's crying, even like people that barely knew him. <laughs> like when you see the cops cry, I'm like, oh man. Then. Yeah. You know. uh... <laughs> But here's my He's question. Like, you said you already. and then he gets to Elliot and you're like, "Oh god." No, when he get it's funny because I'm okay with with uh Drew Barrymore and her I think her stupid plant and uh <laughs> I just hate her. <laughs> Drew Barrymore and her stupid plant. And let uh that girl, let that girl live. <laughs> she's living quite well making millions while I can just say that she's trash. Oh man. Um but when like the mom D when D Wallace uh says her goodbye and she's crying and she barely knew the thing and then yeah once you get to elliot forget her man yeah, elliot, yeah it's done elliot it's is done. a wrap it's it's uh like... loki my mom my mom like doesn't like to but my mom's like jack's like a badass but like she like cries like a baby during et and it's like it's a whole like scene towards the end and she's like so listen to my mom explain it she was like I, you just you want him to go home because that's where he belongs but, but you, you want don't. him to stay yeah, <laughs> like at, at this point i'm like when i every time i watch that movie it's one of those movies that's so good to me that i can watch it and i'm like maybe it's gonna end different this time huh. like i watch like, it maybe he'll be like hey guys i want to stay on Earth. like let me just chill here for a little bit exactly and it's always yeah. funny because like in an emotional ass finale you always have like a little bit of i think spielberg adds like a little bit of comedy to it when you have the dog like trying to run into the spaceship and he's like nope never mind nope, and nope. he just runs back <laughs> Alien, this is bad news you can't go. <laughs> like no way so i thought that i thought that was like a little bit of cute comedy at the end but yeah uh yeah et's my number five starting my top five i'm gonna go with inception oh shit i didn't even think of that that's you a good one. I forgot. Inception, I forgot. Dude. I forgot. Inception's a sci-fi. I totally forgot. Shit. That's yeah. a. That's a very good pick. Um, mind-bending classic, but I forgot that was definitely a mind-bending classic. Christopher Nolan really did his thing right after the the, the Dark, Dark Knight. Knight, and that movie came out, and it was visually impressive. It's beautiful, was phenomenal. Oh, yeah, it's a beautiful movie. It's yeah. Beautiful to look at, and it's one of those movies that you're like, huh? Does the top drop or not? I think it does. It's so cool. That's not, that movie's like the epitome of cool to me. Yeah. Did that movie come out before or, or after Shutter Island? Yeah, after. Uh, Shutter, after it. Shutter Island was 08. Yeah, I was, it was February I was 08. Hoping Leo with that, and then Inception came out and brought me back on Team Leo. I, I'm okay with uh, Shutter Well, Island. I mean, Team Leo was going strong, guys. Yeah, for, uh, for team you. Leo was all right before Inception. <laughs> for, you. for you, bro. For you. <laughs> team, team Leo was... I, I'm, I'm fully on Team Leo now, but it took me years to get on Team Leo. You know, like I, ignore, ignore like Titanic and ignore like the beach and, and man, the man I, in the I, Iron Mask. 
And I I was gonna say Romeo and Juliet, but I actually like think no, that's I horrible. totally I totally fuck with Romeo and Juliet. I but like yeah, lot. like if you ignore like Titanic, Man on Your Mask, the Beach. We're gonna we're gonna take a sidebar here because I'm pulling up go. Leo's filmography right now while you guys discuss Inception. Keep going, Lou. Uh, no, I was gonna say on Shutter Island. I I think the what killed that movie was the pacing. Like I like the twist. I like the story. The twist was I good. hated the twist you because I saw twist? it midway. And oh, but that's what I'm saying. This goes with the pacing. And for well, that doesn't make that doesn't make the twist bad that you realize. I mean, I guess no. I just don't like. Especially for a Scorsese movie, it's shocking that really, I picked it up right it got away. Really slow in the middle, like really. Yeah, slow. it did kind of drag, but I still thought it was decent enough. Yeah, no, I, but then Nolan came back with Inception and like so many really good, cast, really good yeah. cast too. Like yeah, other than Inception. Leah, like I, I I love Joseph Gordon-Levitt. He's I think he's awesome. And just he's in that too. The constant action scenes that we got back to back to back to back. Yeah, but, uh, and, they, and they were cool action scenes too. I hadn't like yeah. really seen action scenes like that. Exactly. Like that's what it, that's what felt good about it. It felt like really new. It was unique. And, like, and, it was unique enough. Yeah. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think Nolan lost his chance with that? I think that might have been his chance. That and the Dark Knight, like his chance his to, what? to be nominated for an Oscar. He should have won for Inception. I no, he still got. I think he still got some stuff in it. I know. I think. He, I mean, I think now he's trying. He's going towards like. More Oscar. Well, I'm excited roles. for. Uh, Den- I mean, Dunkirk, Dunkirk looked Dunkirk. good. Dunkirk looks yeah, great. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm really excited for that movie. So probably I mean, out too early to be like really considered. So I'll say, it's... like looking back at it, I'll say, looking at Leo, the Basketball Diaries, meh. Whoa, what meh? Meh. What? That's such a good movie. I don't think I've ever seen the Basketball he, Diaries. He was in Critters oh, Three. I don't know if you knew that. Okay, you can't go back that far. <laughs> All right, so we're going into you're going, after, you're going I, back to like growing pains. Oh yeah, he was on growing pains. <laughs> All right, so after Titanic, yeah, the man in the Iron Mask was just terrible. Yeah. The beach was terrible. Yeah. So he takes a two year break and he comes back with Gangs of New York, which I loved. Phenomenal. Loved Gangs of New York. I'll look at you. All of a sudden, you're on Team Leo. Ah, chill. I'm not. Then we're gonna get bad now. Uh, I like Catch Me If You Can. I don't yeah. like awesome. I I don't like the Aviator too much. What? Aviator was ah. it was fine. Like it was fine. What? Ah. Um, Yo, he's going, he's I, going I, through I'm something. Over there. Yo, guys is guys really is upset like, at me right he now. He call a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, let me see. I don't like. Um, oh, I love the Departed. I don't like Blood Diamond. Blood what? Diamond was okay. Oh, oh God. <laughs> I killed the guy. I don't like. I don't like Body of Lies. All right, I'll give you that one. I don't even remember it. So fine, you can there keep you that go. one. Off. Thank you. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um. Shutter Island, I'm fine with whatever. I'm fine with it. Uh, Inception, he good, Tremendous. but I think it's more the movie than him. The f- yeah, oh, guy, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Guy, no, I'll give guys you that. is gonna knock yeah, you the in, fuck out right now. <laughs> gonna punch like, we're just talking about him like he's like he's gonna like punch the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> no, and then I turned my, my attention turned when I saw Django because I thought he was absolutely fantastic as Calvin yeah. Candy. It took you that long to be like, oh yeah, he's got some. No. I <laughs> There's something with that kid. That kid got potential. I I was never on the. I was never on the train like everyone else was. God, uh, my friend Lori is gonna listen to this, and And then she might like. like, She she might message you on Facebook, like, "What the fuck?" She's more than more than welcome to come on, and we can discuss Leonardo DiCaprio. I mentioned his name, and she always like does that whole like. I think it's Austin Powers where they say Leo, and like Leo, she does it all the time, dude. And she's like, she's like something comes over her when you mention Leonardo DiCaprio. It's funny because <laughs> Jen, Jen, like I'll tell her to send you that on on like a, a text or whatever. She has a picture of her when she's like ten, 
with her entire wall with Leo posters. She was the he was she was the knees for the girls back then. So to tell you that I don't get shit for this, I get shit all the time when I talk about how like mediocre I used to, I used to. I mean, like was. the fact that you were like the aviator was there. Eh, it was fine. It was fine. <laughs> And Boy Diamond was meh. <laughs> I fortunately don't have any legal fangirls in my life. Um, Revenant was great. Revenant think, was great. I think, I mean, Wall Street was great. Amazing. So, there you go. Go Leo, right? The Koilu scene is one of the funniest things I've seen in like the last five years. I, don't th- I, I, think, I think we've lost guys. Hello? No, I'm still oh. here. <laughs> I feel kind of like from like all that. Like, I can't, like, when you were like, the aviator was okay. Like, ugh. It was fine. You ever seen that gif? Oh, is a guy on a phone, and then he just drops the phone with a shocked face. And yeah, that's guys. I feel like that's guys. I right now. I, I, thought, I just can't. I don't know. Like he's one of the best actors. Like like top ten actors right now. Oh, I, I absolutely actually agree. no, it's top five. Top no, five. Definitely I, top five. I, I absolutely agree. Is is Daniel Day Lewis your number one though? No, he's not. I I, <laughs> I I think it's more me like being upset that he always like sneaks in when I'm like rooting for other people to win shit. And then it was like, oh, they're not gonna win because like every time he does a movie, like he wins for it. Oh, he's the best. He like takes like world, five though. years off in between projects. He's like, oh, I'm here to steal your Oscar. Oh, man. But he's the best actor in the world, man. When he does something, he, he destroys it. He I mean, is, I um... guess. Who's your number one right now? I'm just curious. What right now? I don't know who would be right now. I, I it used to be like back in the day when like Edward Norton was like cool. Like it used to be him. Like I remember I loved like American History X, like Primal Fear. Like it was stuff in a row. That I watched with him, I was like, yeah, he's like one of my favorite actors, like for sure. It's been a while but he since hasn't he's been, done anything. He too, hasn't right? been, he hasn't been anything good in a while though. Yeah, I mean, I guess Birdman, well, Birdman was the last. Yeah, thing. Birdman. Um, all right, so getting off the Leo because we definitely went sidebar, and I have said guys too much Leo for this episode. Too well, much. we have to, we have to blame Inception. That's how we got there, though. It all goes oh, back so, to science. so it's on me now. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> so since we go off Inception, we go to you, right, G? What's your what's yeah. what's next up? What's your number five? My number five is the Terminator. Oh, so which, so are we? Get, oh, I know where we're going here. Okay, all right. Yeah. So, um, I like it because it actually blends a few genres. It's sci-fi. It's action. There's a little bit of a horror element too. The way you kind of like the whole like stalk and chasing. They compare that a lot to like kind of like horror genre tropes a little bit. Yeah, kind of how um, Yeah, like it. Like it has that kind of fiber like going throughout the entire movie, and I. I you know, like it, it still holds up really well too. Like for a movie that came out in '84, like it, like I mean, of course there's things about it that feel dated, but like it's still like like wardrobe, yeah, yeah wardrobe <laughs> and, and Linda Hamilton's hair, like yeah. very. 80s. Um, but it's just a tense thing from like start to finish. Though I like I love every aspect of it. I think Arnold Schwarzenegger, like I you know we give He's him fine. a lot of crap. Good. good, really good though. I think that I don't think that's an easy role to play. Like, like to kind of like. I know, like it, it's easy to make fun of, them, like oh, he's robotic and blah blah blah. But that's just like the mannerisms, mannerisms and body language. That's like a not an easy thing to do and make it convincing and be threatening. And he's completely like threatening. And then to watch that and then watch what he does in Terminator Two, which is totally different. Like I think you know he deserves a little bit more credit than he probably gets for like what he does in those movies. And that's for. I don't want to comment on Terminator 2 just yet, but I yeah, definitely agree. Yeah, uh, spoiler alert, it's coming up somewhere. Okay. <laughs> All it's, right. it's, it's on there. <laughs> oh, I, I absolutely knew it was on there if you said Terminator, if you haven't mentioned it yet. All right, Terminator. so my number four is Aliens. Okay. So kind of 
<laughs> going on what you were saying before G like the whole the whole aspect of like you take this horror sci-fi and just say, switch it completely yep. around and turn into this like action sci-fi adventure that you're just like I'm rooting for Ripley so much throughout the entire movie and she's just like killing all these guys, all these fucking aliens back yep. and forth and my favorite is that she actually has like um, I know the xenomorph is cool and whatnot mm-hmm. but the fact that she has a queen that she has to take down in this one. Yeah, it was a great element. And the queen looks f- gorgeous in the movie. Um, supporting cast is great. I love Newt. I don't know how you feel about that one, Jade. Are you no, a fan I love of Newt? Newt. So that, Newt. yeah, kind of obsessed me what happens in the next one. But um, yeah. Weaver is a total badass. She is, she is the perfect depiction of a, like, every and female. And got nominated for an Oscar for that. She got nominated for an Oscar for that? I don't know. Yeah. That. It was a big deal back then. It was like a, you know, it was a sci-fi acting does not get Oscar nominations at all, and it, she did. To me, it's probably the definitive female action role. Yeah, I will give her that. Like she tops anyone, I think. I know people might say Linda Hamilton in the Terminator, but Ripley is on another level in this movie. Oh, but Linda Hamilton in T two though, you would take her over like that performance. Yeah, but like she's a badass too, man. It's hard. It's no, they're hard. both badasses, yeah. but I think Ripley's not so. A, yeah, not good. Ripley. I think Ripley's so good, and then um. Just that fine. What was that classic line? Get away from her, you Get bitch. Get away from her, you bitch. And then she just she knocks just, it with the mech arm. Like, it's fucking yeah. great. <laughs> it's so good. A sad note, they released the shoes that she was wearing in the movie. The Reebok sneakers. Uh-huh. They released them last year. And unfortunately, they sold out like in two minutes. So it's bad news for you. Bad news bad, for me. I thought it was like... No, no. <laughs> bad like, news no, for me. The shoes came out crafty. I have those in my collection. But yeah, term, uh, Aliens is my number four. All right, we're in our top three, Ronnie. Number four for me is Terminator 2 Judgment Day. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yep, that's like Dave said, uh, just flip the genre. Uh, kind of like what Aliens 2 did. So it went from like more of a horror to an action movie. Well, I'm going to chime in too because my number three is the Terminator 2. All right. So I'll oh, piggyback. Just... You go first, and then I'll yeah, piggyback okay. off that. So Third three, okay. No, we gotta keep track. <laughs> we don't want what happened three weeks ago. Yeah, definitely not. Um, yeah. Uh, the, I like the action in it, and just the emotion you get towards the end. Uh, that you didn't expect from a movie with like that much action, uh, especially with an Arnold Schwarzenegger-led movie. Uh, to have that emotional scene at the end was fantastic. To me, my uh. It's very important for that movie at that time. One, it's one of the greatest sequels of all time. And two, it's I think it'd probably be the first film that switches roles from villain to to hero. I think it yeah, is. I think it is, yeah. So the fact that you go into that movie, I wasn't I didn't see it in the theater, but I can imagine that the trailers to that movie did not let you know that Arnold was no, the, the teaser trailers really hinted at him being bad. So yeah. when you yeah. watching the movie and you see Come With Me if you want to live, I'm like yeah, oh, yeah wait, I, wait, I think uh, I really think initially, like a lot of the a lot of the trailers, uh, for a lot of people seeing the movie, like they didn't really, as they're watching it, is when they discover like it's like kind of a role reversal. Yeah, so which that, is cool. I thought it was great. Like you were mentioning the end, like him sacrificing himself because he, he had the computer chip in the, the end. The only scene that Edward Furlong is good in that movie. So I hate Edward Furlong in that movie. I'm watching it now. He's annoying. But, <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> The first time I watched Terminator 2 was during the Salute Your Shorts age, and I was like, oh, is that Budnick? That's Budnick. Oh, yeah, he was like his friend. I forgot. Yeah, so <laughs> I, uh, also the theme of Terminator is fantastic. It's one of oh, the best yeah. themes I've uh, 
I forgot what I placed it, but it was pretty high on my list. Yeah, so, so, so it's yeah, that's my number three. So go into your number four. Well, before we get into, I mean, I would say the second best like villain to hero switch has oh, to be the T one. Uh, no, but I'm saying the second best besides that one has to be like yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> You're talking about that. <laughs> he became his cousin. Jesus, man. I still can't get over that. <laughs> <laughs> get him, cuz. I can't I can't wait because I, I know in October I wanted I wanted to do like a best and worst horror films of all time. Oh, I, I wanted I wanted to dedicate like a whole episode of just like best and worst. I can't wait for the worst. That's gonna be funny. Yeah, that's gonna be funny. Worst is gonna be harder for me than best, obviously. Worst is gonna be funner for me. Yeah, best. because there's some bad horror movies that I still like. Like what? Like I love critters, even though I'm bad. <laughs> I like trolls too. I do. So, trolls. And I like I like Puppet Master. Also, not that great, but Trolls Two has the most iconic horror movie line in the Leprechaun history of film. Oh, Leprechaun in the Hood. I actually Leprechaun like all the, the Leprechaun, Leprechaun movies. are hilarious. What was that one horror movie with Snoop Dogg? Was like uh, is that Tales Bones. of the Hood? Bones. Oh, bo- was no, it was Bones. Bones. He was a. Uh... It was Bones. He was a supernatural villain that turned into a dog. <laughs> yeah. Snoop. The poster was scary. I don't know. Look that poster up. The poster was scary. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's class. I, I can't wait till so I'm it's over guys, right it's guys is four now, right? Yeah. Well, guys is four. Right? And then I'll yeah. skip my three. You can go yeah. straight to three. What's your four, G? Uh, my four is actually aliens. Uh, okay. So pretty much pretty same off of everything that you said. Yeah. Uh, uh, I I mean to to switch it the way like it's it's cool though because like, like you have really Scott who does what he does with Alien and I'll talk about that later hint hint um, <laughs> but like you have what he, he does with Alien and you have what James Cameron does with Aliens which is totally different it kind of almost starts in the same way where you think you're gonna have the same mood and atmosphere and then like and then it's just com- a completely different type of movie it's like a full fledged like action movie and you still get the claustrophobia of like being in space and all that stuff that really Scott kind of set up in the first one, but it's just so tonally different, but also very good in its own right. Absolutely. Like, it's like one of like the better, I think one of the best sequels ever made. Yep. I'm with you on that. There you go. There. We're, we're skipping days yeah. three. That's going to be my three too. So I'll pick up, I'll piggyback off that. But yeah, fantastic action, great suspense, uh, Ripley, like, like Dave said, the definitive female action hero uh, that we've gotten so far. Uh, I'm actually pretty excited to see Sigourney Weaver in the Defenders. See what she does with that. I don't know who she is. I know she's the villain, but I don't know exactly yeah, who I, she I, is yet. I would yet, love so. to see how she portrays a full I'm glad she's doing other stuff instead of talking about like Avatar. Every time, like I, <laughs> see, <laughs> every time I see interviews with her, it's always about like, is she going to be in another Alien movie? And I am so excited about these Avatar movies that we have. Can, yeah, can, like, can oh. we talk about like these it's seven funny. Avatar movies once again? We haven't even got a sequel yet. We're not. It's funny that like you know how like when you create an amusement park or something, yeah. it takes a while. The fact that yeah. this Pandora opens this week or next week over in Disney World, and that took less time to build. The whole world was built before this one movie yeah, sequel was made. Where's the sequel at? We well, it got pushed again to 2021 or something Jesus, like that. Man. It'll be over 10 years since Avatar came out by the time the uh, sequel comes out. Might as well be a reboot. And no one will care. Yeah. And no one will care. Like, I don't I didn't, even like the, I didn't even like the original. I like the original. It's <laughs> it's one of the most overrated movies of all time. It is. It is. So it's visually one of the best movies, but I mean, yeah, it's, it's one pretty. of the best movies. Of all time. Visually, oh, it's visually stunning. Visually yeah, one yeah, of the best yeah. movies we've gotten, but it's way overrated. 
right. it, it makes me so mad because James Cameron just talking about aliens again is such a good director when he does good shit. And then like I'm uh, like, why are you wasting your time on more Avatar? Like you went from like Titanic, which I hate, to Avatar, <laughs> which is all right. And then now you're gonna give us more all right movies with Avatar. I, How many movies a- you do? I have a great idea. We've talked about before about doing another film commentary. Uh-huh. I think we should do one on Titanic. Oh, you're gonna make me suffer. This- <laughs> <laughs> That's like I own four it. hours, I bro. It sound- I own it because it sounds great on my surround sound. Like the last hour of the movie sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, we're but- gonna be shit talking for wait, three you're hours. T- until you're like telling me, wait, hour. hold up. I got, I gotta call you out. Does your friend call you out on you hating Titanic? The, the, your friend that loves Leo. Oh, yeah, all the time. Okay. And she goes into it. So she goes, she's like, I understand. She'll, like, name all this stuff. Like, it, it's a really, like, poignant love story. <laughs> like, she gets really serious about it. I'm like, nah, man, like, that's... I'm like, I've seen better. I'm like, I'll name, like, a bunch of other movies I think have better love stories. And she's like, no, no. And I was like, it doesn't even make sense. They even know each other that long. I don't think I would be that connected to her where I'd be like, all right, I'm going to, like, chill in the ocean right quick and freeze to death. I only met you, like, what, yesterday? Yo, get off yeah. the board. Let me on. <laughs> like, some crazy yeah. love story that she just lets him drown, like, nothing or freeze to death. The funny thing and, is that, and like... she gets, like, so frustrated, like, when she wants... She wants to give, like, a good critical analysis, and then she'll, like... I'll just, like, interrupt her, and she gets... She's just, just like, it's just so... It's just epic. Leave me alone. It's epic. It's <laughs> like, epic. It doesn't get much better than that. It's a good ending. I mean, in terms of, like, it looks stunning, like, what he did with the I mean, I like I, I mentioned it was on one of them, our... It was one of my favorite scores. I think the score is great. I'll give it credit for that. The last, like, that last scene where they go back on the boat, yeah. when she, like, eyes it again, and, like, that score and that, like, those scenes put together, like, it's a beautiful moment. It's Did a... you hear? This is what, like, about three, what, yeah, we're in the middle of the month. About three weeks ago, there was a theory on BuzzFeed about Titanic. I don't know if you guys heard it. What's the theory? So the theory is that Jack was never on board on, was never what, on the it's ship. like, it's a she dream? Cre- or she like... created him. Because of her abusive relationship. That's a horrible. <laughs> so theory. according, I'm going to read it out for That's you. That's almost as bad as the grease theory. So according to the theory, Jack Dawson isn't a real person. Instead, the romantic, lovable lead is merely a figment of Rose's imagination, which she invents during a psychotic episode in order to distract her from the insufferable reality as an upper class woman. And then they go into like investigating, like why. They say to begin, the first time Rose meets Jack is when she is about to jump from the ship to avoid marrying her upper-class fiancé, Cal. The the theory suggests that Jack is a projection of Rose's subconscious that appears at the perfect moment to save her and help her realize her independence. He even even tells Rose, you're going to die if you don't break free. And then there is the fact that this guy says no record of ex- no record exists of Jack on the Titanic, which your friend might say, "Oh, but he won the ticket to get on it." So yeah. that, that might be that. And then said when uh, when a hundred and one year old Rose hears this, she responds cryptically with, "No, there wouldn't be, would there? He exists now only in my memory." Finally, there is a tragic scene with the whole door, and it says here the theory holds that Rose was able to let Jack was able to let. Jack drowned so easily because he wasn't actually physically oh, there the car door. to climb. Yeah, to climb on. No, no, uh, like the, the love scene. Oh, to climb onto the board with one her. Off, what's going on? So yeah, like, was she making love with herself in the car? <laughs> so the, yeah, no, I'm just saying like that's just crazy that there's theories so about this. Now. And why would she? And why would she create someone poor? Did she like, I feel like she was so great. <laughs> Did she paint like herself? She create someone like in her like league. This but, is like, like not abusive. This is like the Pixar <laughs> theory. Uh, Pixar theory is more believable. Uh, guys got so mad he just slammed yeah, something hard like, as hell. It's not like he just suplexed somebody in his kitchen table. <laughs> All right, G. Are you so your number three is what? It was um, um no, it was aliens, right? 
So your number three was number eight. four was aliens, yeah, for me. All right, my number three was aliens, so it's back to you, G. Yeah, so G, what's your number three? Oh, already back to me, Liz. All right, uh, Terminator two. Okay, so kind of the same reasons as kind of the same reasons. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, you guys all nailed it. All right. Yeah, pretty much. Actually, it, you know what? It's this is a totally different list. I think it is my favorite action movie, though. Like ever. I, hmm. You know what my ugh, and I'm probably hmm. gonna shit for this because it's so new. I think Mad Max Fury Road is probably. The best. Oh no, man, so man, don't tell me you think that's overrated too. <laughs> action, action movie is hard, man. Oh my god, it's like a solid like seven. A seven? Yeah. Yo, both of you are gonna have aneurysm, man. Oh my god, a solid seven. You're the man, but not on that occasion. Maybe I gotta watch it again. <laughs> uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah. So, all right, so top two time. And there's a movie that I haven't heard from you guys, and I don't think I'm going to hear, which is really upsetting. But we'll get to that because I don't think any of you guys are. Are you sure? Yes, absolutely. 100% are you sure? sure. I'm 100% sure you guys don't have this on What's this list. What's the number two? So, well, my number two is The Empire Strikes Back. Um, is that the movie you're thinking? Of course not. Okay. <laughs> I was like, you're wrong. So, yeah, my number two is The Empire Strikes Back. It's pop, It's the best Star Wars film of, out of them all. Mm-hmm. It's... um. A great story, everything we've talked about on previous shows about the Empire Strikes Back. It's um one of one, if not the greatest reveal in the history of film, uh, with Luke being Vader's son, the score. I would actually say that, you know, we say Star Wars is the greatest score of all time, except guys. Except guys. Um who's not even Notoriously. in the top five. Um just my top ten, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> But I think the Empire score is just as good, if not like at times even better with the Imperial March and all that. So, yeah, um, yeah man, if you're thinking sci-fi, you're thinking Star Wars and it's not number 100%. one for a specific reason. And I'll get to that when we get to it. But, yeah, that's my number two. The Empire Strikes Back. What's your number two? My number two is 2001 A Space Odyssey. I stand corrected, my friend. I told you. Are you sure? I stand corrected. I didn't even know you had seen that movie. I had seen it a long time ago. And, and a galaxy it's still, far, far away. Still, I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie, but as far as its impact on the genre, mm-hmm. it's undeniable. It takes you through a story of evolution of man and just, uh, when did that come out? Like in the 60s, 1968. Right? Yeah, like. The year a before movie the movie in the landing. 60s that came out with those visuals. Yep. Incredible. And it's just, uh, like. And I will comment on it in just a short minute. Yeah. Uh, uh, oh, alert. <laughs> yeah. What's your number two, guys? My number two is Alien, the original Alien. And. Oh. Okay. You put that over Aliens? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh, man. Gee. Alien is better than Aliens. I, I'll say it. It is. To some, yeah, that's fine. I yeah. mean, there's no wrong or right on that one. That's, yeah, yeah. Like, they're both uh, someone, fantastic. Someone actually described it to me the way the way they watch Alien. They describe it as like John Carpenter's like Halloween, but in space. Like the way it kind of the suspense builds and like the way tension builds. Like I kind of feel the same way. It kind of like, reminded really for me. It was like the thing. I love like, the thing. That's so good. Was, uh, it, I forgot about the thing. The I almost, is that sci-fi? Uh, it's horror, but it's horror sci-fi, sci-fi horror. I guess. Yeah, sci-fi horror. Sci-fi horror. Yeah. I, I honorable guess, mention all the way around. Honorable yeah. mention. Yeah, honorable mention, like, too. It's, that's John Carpenter's so second good. best movie. Yep, yeah. I totally agree. With, actually, yeah. I love They Live so much. I also love The Fog. I actually like The Fog more and more every time I watch it. I find more to love about it. I'll go with The Second. I would say I'll his top second. three or top four would probably be Halloween, The Thing, 
the fog and to me they live yeah uh, but escape from new york's good too yeah absolutely yeah all right but yeah, i digress but yeah how uh alien is just saying like it, it's it's come to what like we expect that from really scott now like every time he like goes back into that franchise you're like okay we want like, like alien again like we want you to like do what you did back then and like kind of jizz it up for like a new audience and i hope that's what the new one will kind of be like closer to than what prometheus even though i do like prometheus but closer in like style and tone to what he did back yeah. you know with the original alien and we have come to the moment I know what your number, you two number ones is. So I'm pretty you, sure we got the same number one. So we'll, no, I don't. So you guys want to do your number one since you probably have the same one, and I'll I'll uh, save mine for last. All right, who's so, going first? So you guys go. Why I'll do you? First. Why Star Wars your number one? Yeah, mine's Empire Strike Back. Okay, uh, and for the reason also, that I said, also Empire for multiple lists. Uh, <laughs> I'll say I give it. I think this is the third time I give it number one or something. I believe so. Nothing wrong with that though. Star Wars is fantastic. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I mean, what what else can you say about it? Fantastic soundtrack, uh, fantastic score, fantastic story. And uh, there's so many memorable scenes in every single Star Wars movie that the fact that you can like pick like four or five scenes from every single movie, yeah, and you're just I feel, like, oh, I feel like yeah. most of them come from Empire. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, most no, of them yeah. do, including the most uh, wrong quoted, wrongly quoted moment in film history. Well, which one? With Luke, I am your father. He never really said he that. He never says yeah, that. He yeah. never says that. But everybody's like, Luke, I am your father. So, that's the first wow. time I heard. He just, he just says, no. no, he's like uh, Obi Wan never told you what happened to your father. It's me. No, no, he's like he told. <laughs> no, that's not that's exactly not that's not exactly how it goes. It's, can you imagine that? Like you're watching Empire, and he's like, it's me. It's like a Vince McMahon thing. It's like it's me. It was me it's Austin. me, Luke. It was me all along, Luke. <laughs> Oh um, man! Um, no, no. I, yeah, it, but a, it definitely wasn't Luke. He's I'm like, your I am your father. But he never says Luke. No, I'm your father. Yeah, that's what it is. I have that. Yeah, I have that. I have that. It was close to that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I guess you guys have that. So I'm gonna call you out, G. Why the fuck is 2001: <laughs> A Space Odyssey not on your list? And I so hope that I, it's- I I planned on watching it this week. I had to work a shit ton. Okay. And I didn't really get to watch it, so yeah. I did get it to watch. Okay, cool. So, oh, you never watched? I've it. never seen okay, it. So that's okay. fine. But that's I have fine. a feeling that it wouldn't be in my top ten. I mean, like maybe I don't know. You know what the thing is with that movie? It's like after it's... you know, you guys explained to me that it was really slow. It takes a long time to get going. Well, it's my, it's my obviously it's my number one, so we can get into it. So this yeah. number, my number one is two thousand one: Space Odyssey. So like the fir- the movie is it, it it's wasn't there wouldn't be a Star Wars I think. Doubt it. I doubt it. Yeah, no. Visually, 2001 does things in 1968 that there was no Lucasfilm, there was no, uh, there was no, no one doing things that Kubrick did in 2001: A Space Odyssey in terms of visuals. So on top of that, it's a it's a movie about evolution. Even Planet of the Apes, though, especially with that yeah, that I mean, scene. yeah. Well, the here's why guys I don't think might like it. Here we go. Right, we'll go through this. The first 25 minutes of the movie, there is no dialogue. Yeah, well, that's yeah. why I said. That's why I said it's not my favorite, but I understand the legacy. Of so, it. do you ha- like? Do you think that would be a problem for you? Like the fact that there's no dialogue for 25 minutes? I mean, if if I if there's some like, you know, bang after that, then I'll be like, all right, I guess I suffered through that to get to this. It's not suffering though, because you're you're watching the movie and it's like, 
don't feel it. You you watch the first 25 minutes. I'm like, oh, okay. Now, you know, that much time has passed to me. You know, I, this is not a movie for everybody. And I, I totally understand that. But like it, it's, it's Kubrick at, you know, being the master. Is of that, is that your favorite Kubrick movie? No, it's not. What's your, wait, what's I your favorite? Know. My favorite Kubrick movie is either. I toss and turn between that and, Cl- and Clockwork. Clockwork Orange is great. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I've seen that. There you go. You might like 2001. I think 2001 will be one. You know what you haven't seen? You haven't seen Close Encounters and you haven't seen Total Recall. (laughs) And Half Baked. (laughs) (laughs) And that. Yeah. To me, me, the crazy thing is that a style like that, like a film like this, should not work. Because who's going to go to the movies and think? True. But But at that time, you know. Was it like, was it super successful when it came out? Um, I could actually let me look that up real quick. I'm not even sure. And I know like some of his movies, like when they came out at the time, it was like, like it was like not like initially like a, like I know some like initially some critics didn't like The Shining, and they kind of no, it wasn't anything like that. I think this movie from the get go was. I, I think was it, okay. I think yeah. that if it came out today, the way it is, this wouldn't work today yeah, at all. It wouldn't work today at all. The, the no, no, no. There's too no many shot. people like what. Be like five minutes in, like what's happening? Twenty five minutes of monkeys. What the hell? <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, they're. What? <laughs> the, mo- the movie is is at 94 94 on Ryan. Oh, there you go. Okay. So yeah, I mean yeah. Nowadays they see like why there's still monkeys on here. Why are they not talking? Monkeys it's should a, talk. It's a space Odyssey. So and it gives us one of the most interesting and great villains and and one of my top ten villains of all time is Hal. Yeah. The, the computer. Is oh, that the big like red light thing? It's, it's the computer. Not a red <laughs> light. Big red light. It's not a stop sign. <laughs> Computer. You should have seen. He jumped out of his chair, man. Oh. <laughs> and, I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking of the Simpsons made fun of it, and I'm thinking of a big red light. Sorry, oh, they made man. fun of it on a Simpsons episode. So yeah, man. How you know what makes Hal great is that he limits uh, Kubrick limits the actor's dialogue when Hal is on screen, mm-hmm. and you feel that the computer is the more humanized per the humanized being yeah. over the actual people on screen. And that's all Kubrick. It does a great job with that. And of course, the monolith, which is the biggest mind fuck in the history of film, because I've seen that movie dozens of times. And I, I every time I watch it, I'm like, I have no idea what that's going on with this monolith. Yeah, I always that, try to think little, of different reasons. That didn't do that much in fact because I got spoiled with that. So well, I mean, I don't I think there's I a real it. meaning for it. Yeah, like yeah. You, you can decipher what you think. And um, oh, and this might have led to the staging of the moon landing. But that's yeah. another story for another yeah. time. Have you ever heard about this? Uh-oh, conspiracy. Have you ever heard about this, G? Yeah, I've, I have heard that, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I'm actually watching a documentary right now called Room 237. It's about all the hidden meanings of The Shining. So, Kubrick, it wouldn't shock me if he had anything to do with the moon landing. And in that documentary, they're talking about how in The Shining, uh, the little boy has an Apollo 11 sweater, mm-hmm. and he has a lot of different... Uh, posters and symbol, sim- little symbols in the movie that kind of lead say, "Hey, by the way, I planned the moon landing." Yeah. So like, it's crazy, like all so this stuff. Ice from yeah. Around. So, yep. So that's my number one, two thousand one, a space odyssey. Guys, you need to see it. I, I mean, I, I will. <laughs> I, just, I, to... I actually want you to see it because I want you to. I I don't know, man. Like you have some great taste, but I think this might be the one that you're like, no matter how good it is, you're gonna be like, oh. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, think I think he'll like it. When I watched I it, I already shocked you with Mad Max when I gave it a solid seven. Yeah, you're probably giving it a solid, a solid seven. You're gonna give a solid a, seven. You're gonna, this, he's gonna give this a soft two. 
get it's a strong average liquefied one liquefied one and a or a soft two <laughs> no because i just when i watched it the other day getting ready for this list uh the end of 2001 the last 25 30 minutes there's no dialogue either god damn it really yeah it's an excellent score though excellent music so you don't have to like yeah, it keeps you engaged you it keeps you engaged no, throughout yeah so yeah, that's why. Right. I mean, you like Clockwork Orange, man. You know how I do. Kub- you see Kubrick's style. You so you kind of know. No, where I love he's Kubrick going. stuff. I just haven't seen that. I think that's one of the only like major Kubrick movies I haven't seen. I don't remember. Was there milk in uh two thousand one? Milk. You know how like there's a milk steam. <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh. Hold on, let me get my point across before you start dying of laughter. <laughs> there was a. Laugh. I'm uh, laughing at his reaction to you asking that. <laughs> no. The milk thing that they had in Clockwork with the villain. But I guess it wouldn't. Yeah. What the fuck? Are you, nah, okay. I'm, I'm rambling, all right? <laughs> sure, man. <laughs> He's like going nuts. He was dropping shit now. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I, I don't remember. I know there's processed food because they're in space. But there are, there are, there, for Kubrick, there are sometimes some organic food. So I was just going to ask. I don't remember. I haven't seen it. Oh, uh, I just I just got a text from my friend and she goes she I sent her my top ten and she just goes uh, why isn't the Martian on your list and I was like I don't, I don't know I liked it I liked wait, it wait you don't like the Martian no I do like it but oh. I didn't put it on my list oh like, no I wouldn't be nowhere yeah, near my top yeah, ten so yeah, that, that's, even not, made honorable mention, that's not that's not even an honorable mention for me it's I didn't put movie. Gravity on there either even though I love Gravity too how is Life I haven't seen that Life oh no Life is fine eh, man okay. whatever. I'm I mean, over. there's some there are some genuinely good suspense scenes in life though yeah, that I, I was actually like had me like on the edge of my seat a little I bit. I think it's a little it's quite forgettable though. We, we I all, didn't like the ending though. We all forgot to put in our top ten uh, the Fantastic Four. Oh yeah, I mentioned yeah. Jessica Alba and uh oh wait, uh, the new one or the, the new old one? <laughs> you terrible one. He loves the new the old one. I actually think the old one is G over here. I like the old one. I, I, I'm fine with the old one. Um, it's good. The like new, the new one thought, with the old one was so much no, better. Who would have thought after that new one came out that you'd be like, yo, like Fantastic Four, like 2005 is like the better one of all of them. Yeah, that's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. The thing that got me with the, I think it was the second one with the Silver Surfer. Like, I, I don't know like the way they did Galactus. Oh, I don't, I don't oh, like the second he was just one, like one. He was like a big like energy ball. Like it was like yeah. a. <laughs> like, I wanted a big blue and purple guy. Like what, what is this energy ball you gave me? And I and I always love that like Jessica Alba. So like she's supposed to be sisters to Johnny Storm, Chris Evans, and uh, they're not. They're clearly not. I mean, Jessica Alba is Latina, and and they don't even hint yeah, at her. Always, she always plays a white character, even though she's. Latina. And they all and then they just like, amplify like we're gonna dye your hair super blonde, gonna give you blue contact lenses. Maybe yeah. everyone will forget that you are Latina. <laughs> I feel yeah. like she always she usually plays. More no, she does that. Way. She does that a lot until she doesn't need to. So like whenever she does like a mainstream type of movie, like she real white, and then when she does stuff with like Robert Rodriguez, all of a sudden she's real Latina. <laughs> yeah, like in uh, Sin City, right? Sin City, uh, Machete, like anything she does with him, like when she does, even when she does interviews, like she talks about like her heritage and stuff. Like, like man, you weren't talking about that when you did like. Into the blue. <laughs> <laughs> Were you was, oh my God. was she Hispanic in Dark Angel? Yes. Yeah. They, oh, yeah. She, she was? was super Hispanic in Dark Angel. Oh, yeah, I, never, yeah. I never saw the show. I just know that Lita broke her neck on it. I know that uh, uh, Dark Angel started out so good. I don't know what happened with that show. If we're talking about sci-fi shows, too, that was like one of like the first season was really good. I, I don't know. It was. 
I don't. I didn't. I didn't see any. I never saw one episode of that. that he was show. too busy watching Birds of Prey. <laughs> I hated that show, man. I actually, and before we before we finish up for the day, um, I know someone that liked Birds of Prey. Okay, but, well, he, be but he also has the worst taste out so of anyone that I know. Keep that person to yourself. Unless do I know him? You don't know him. Right, I'd love to introduce yourself. you to him though. Really? We actually speaking of some me and me and uh, I don't know if we mentioned this before. Me and Lou have a friend that hates Pulp Fiction and thinks it sucks. Yeah, uh, I have friends that don't hate it, but I have friends that like, like they like it, but they like Jackie Brown more. Like okay, they can actually, yeah, they, they like they can watch Jackie Brown. They were like, I can't like rewatch Pulp Fiction. I, I don't think I don't think this friend of ours is going to watch any more any Tarantino yeah, any movies. And then I have that one friend that just hates Tarantino. He, he's 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 black and he hates that Tarantino writes the way he writes because that's that's always been an issue with Tarantino, like the N word and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, he hates it. He does like, not, yeah, does not think it's okay for him to write that particular dialogue. Yeah, I'm with you. So he hates all his movies. <laughs> well, we all know Tarantino's favorite actor is Samuel Jackson. Yeah, I mean, like, he, he made Samuel L. Jackson what he is today. It's funny. I just recently saw this week Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever. First time. Okay. And to Night think, like... Did you like it? I actually did. It was fine. It wasn't anything crazy, but I was. I thought it was a lot better than I... I, I wouldn't honestly think it was going to be some movie about disco, because I've really never seen it or read anything about it. A movie it. called Saturday Night Fever, you didn't think it was about disco? I thought it was just going to be about this. Oh, you said it wasn't about this. It's school. not. It's like there's more. There's a lot more to it. Yeah. It's about just someone that wants to. That soundtrack is amazing. Oh too. man, that's. I left that theater and I'm like, I need to buy this vinyl tomorrow because that. How'd you feel about the pizza scene? That hurt me. You don't make a pizza sandwich, man. Give me two slices. I. <laughs> 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 I was oh, actually, and like one of my favorite BG songs too. Then I love how deep is your love. That's my. I love it. That's actually my favorite song on the yeah, on, yeah, on the soundtrack. That's my jam. <laughs> I will say this: this is like totally as like, I guess just being, you know, watching it from like twenty twenty hindsight or whatever. I could never like. I forgot her name. I think we're Connie, mm-hmm. the yeah. girl that's like on John Travolta. Like she just wants to hook up with John Travolta or whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, I'd be really annoyed if someone just being consistently everywhere i am yeah it would be too so it's like but i also think it's this movie was like pre the pre-epidemic pre the, the pre-aids epidemic right because yeah, yeah so i think it's a yeah that doesn't really hit until like the 80s yeah because so. i see how everyone's so promiscuous in it yeah so it kind of like it's like the backdrop to that but no i i did like it since we're talking about pulp fiction and travolta but yeah coming up next week we have reviews of Alien, Aliens, Alien 3, Alien Resurrection, and Prometheus. Now, we don't know if, which one of us or how we're splitting this yet, but I know Guys is going to take Alien 3 because he's he is definitely wants to like talk about how great no, it is. For the predator? No, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to defend it, and I'm going to talk about how it's better than Alien Resurrection. Oh, there you go. I don't know if we're going to do if we're going to have time to hit the Predators, the Alien vs. Predator. I don't know if you want to do that. But... I might throw that in there if I have time. So, but definitely we'll do that. We also have a review of Snatched coming next week. We also yeah. have a our all, these top tens for anyone that didn't listen will be up on the site. I'll put mine up if you want to put yours up, Lou, and then G sure. if you want to put yours up, I'll put mine up on Monday. And yeah, that that's it for this week. 
for Real Chronicles. I am David. This is Lewis. And guys, see you next week, kiddos. Enjoy the movies. Have a good one. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real.